Hi guys, this is Lauren. This is Michael. And this is Your Dose of Death Podcast. If you're genuinely curious about the world of deathmatch wrestling, look no further as me and Mike have you covered on all things in the world of deathmatch wrestling, whether it's interviews, show reviews, or everything in between. We have you covered on all things deathmatch wrestling, whether it's past, present, or future. And you're probably wondering where you can go support us. You can find Your Dose of Death podcast on all major podcast platforms, especially along with the Count Out Network of Podcasts. And also, you can support us on the Count Out Patreon as we have exclusive content only on the Patreon for all of our listeners. We hope that you go listen to Your Dose of Death podcast very soon. See you at the shows. You're listening to a Count Out podcast. shorts i'm your dehydrated friend rafe houston i can't drink enough water to wake up and crack my fucking bleeding eyes open but here we are for the what's this episode 17 of okada shorts we've knocked out seven episodes in like like the last few days of the g1 but here we are with more content because we're that fucking nice to you people it's yes, amazing. we are it's loving and giving Love deities it. from our mountaintop uh, here in, in Puro Twitter. Sprinkling content down to you. We're giving lovers, and uh, yeah. here we are for another episode. I'm not even sure what we're going to talk about. I think Curtis has a plan because he always does. Uh, I was like, what more could we fucking say? But here we are to say it, and we're going to say it together. Curtis, you know, tell really, them who we are. I didn't want to miss out on the opportunity to do an episode like a full episode because like uh, well first off i love my weekly hangout with my friend rafe houston my good my bad friend rafe houston and i'm like if i gotta if i gotta talk to my bad friend rafe houston about new japan which we do every day anyway might as well fucking you know record it for these kids this is true also like with the g wandering concept that we do it's kind of just us on our own sort of giving our immediate takes and it's been funny i think watching our journey i had said to you i'd listen to your uh your recount of night six and i hadn't listened to that when i recorded night seven and they were two very different vibes i'm like do i go back and fucking re-record mine because i was so i i think i'm probably being a little bit harsher on myself because i was like feeling like oh man mine was flat and curtis's was like so positive but I think it's got to be an accurate take of what we're we're feeling, right? What the fuck is yeah, that? Yeah, that's that's oh, what I'm saying. Like, oh, this is this is my face hugger, okay. face hugger plushie. 
There's a on the face hugger plushie on the camera, and I was like, what the hell's going on? I'm trying to pop Rafe. I'm grabbing some of my dog's toys and, like, holding him up for the camera and stuff, trying to make him, trying to corpse him while he's you, fucking talking. You clearly didn't listen to the part where I said I can barely open my crusty eyes. I'm like a baby I was raptor over you, here. Just like, when you opened your eyes and you saw me wearing the pug hat, mm. then that would have been... I missed the pug hat altogether. I didn't even say it. <laughs> no, I'll put the pug hat back on. For all, for all you listeners, this is this is me wearing a hat with like little puggy ears. Uh, for all you creeps that are watching us from the CIA right now, you yeah, get to laugh as well. Yeah. That is a good pug hat. That is quality. That's a pug hat. I got to say, this, it for... this entire vibe that we've got going where you're the one trying to fuck me up doesn't work for me. This is uh, <laughs> You're the organized one. I'm the shithousery one. This is just, you know, you're stealing my gimmick, brother. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. It we'll was very serious, cute. Curtis, I, no. Yeah, exactly. Get serious, serious coat. Co- get your fucking serious face on. This is Puro. I just know I There's can't no pull this back together. No, there isn't. This is fucking intense. This is King of Sports from the Kings yeah. of Shorts. That's right, Charlton. That's right. Yeah, we. The International Wrestling Grand Prix. Yeah. And if you're listening to us right now, I'm your good friend, Curtis Spears. That's your bad friend, Ray Houston. What up? What up? Konnichiwa, the internet. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't think sure. it, we just had a glitch, but yeah, dude, how are you feeling about it? Let's just immediately kick into the G one. Let's let's pick up the energy real quick because I, I think it has been a go. great tournament so far. Okay, we're gonna do. So far, we're about a third of the way through the tournament. What? Let's. I think it's been fucking fantastic. I've had so much fun. There's been at least one match every night that's made me go, "Fuck yeah, dude, that was good." And there's been some nights where it's every fucking match. And luckily, it seems like I've been doing the ones where it's every match. <laughs> I've had a little bit of a couple of grinders, i got to tell you. Yeah, like, uh, yeah. it's been slated to throw. Maybe we should uh, maybe we should just recap the nights a little bit. Obviously, we've done our individual okay. breakdowns, but we can do some, like, quick, like, my favorite well, match got, of the night, shorts of the night. kind of. I've got it. these uh, right here. Well, you want to go from the beginning because we haven't had yeah. one st- since the beginning. I'll pull up the results here for the first okay. night. First night, you and I are going to talk about it. Here we go. And I was sad that you got to do this night because I wanted to do it really bad. And then I saw some of the uh, see uh, some of the other odd nights, and I was like, Ooh, "You're like he's going to be paying for this great <laughs> night with some of these other ones that are going to come down oh, yeah. the road." <laughs> so the very first night of the G1, we got Tanahashi and Hanare. Loved it. Feels like a million years ago, though, doesn't it? It does. July 16th. Does. How did you How did you feel about it? I, I mean, we heard your G wondering, but, like, is 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 that, I mean, how good did it feel to watch that fucking, watch Hanari hit that Streets of Rage? It was it was huge, man. I, like, I loved it. I loved it for him. Uh, and, and it was kind of what we were all hoping for, right? That this tournament, he'd be taken seriously and, and given an opportunity to shine. And I think that's exactly what we're getting. And it, and it's awesome, you know. And even in his defeats, like, since, he still looked really strong. Like, yeah, like he, he hasn't been a loser or a pin eater in this tournament. He's looked really dangerous. Like, his evolved moveset, like, his body strikes, his kicks, his, yeah, streets of rage, rampage tackles, um, spine busters and stuff have just looked like destruction. I think there was one, like, uh, he brawls on the outside with Zach. Zach follows him out, 
and Zach kind of takes a, a hit at him or whatever, and Hanare just turns around and just checks him kind of thing. Like, yep. body shots him in the stomach, and you're just like, you fucked up, bro. Now you've, like, come into his domain, you know? Like, uh, Zach was doing real well because he just puts an arm out there, he takes it and stuff. You want to bang with him, and that's going to be a mistake. And it, mm-hmm. he he has been living up to that ultimate weapon name. And I don't think we're done seeing wins from Hanare in this tournament. Like I said, I don't think he's going to win the block, but I think he's at least got one more big win in him. In, like a in big him. shocker in him. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. That'd be nice. That'd be really nice. I was kind of hoping that he would beat Goto. I thought maybe Goto would be his second, because Goto, you know, well, I was going to say, where's he at right now? But obviously chart, uh, in challenging for the AEW <laughs> title. In what fucking world? Okay, so <laughs> you, were trying, you were like, do you have a rant planned? I'm like, I don't have a rant. But in what fucking world? Does Hanare beat Hiroshi Tanahashi, but then he can't beat Goto? Because Goto just fucking got stomped out by Tanahashi briefly. Like, do you want to do you want to go through this and like grade people on pants to shorts so far and how they're doing? Yeah, fuck that it. Might be let's, the best. Let's just, that might be the best way. Let's to do just it. Grow, just let's go just back and through. look at the blocks. Yeah, exactly. And we'll we'll do it dude by dude, baby. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Instead of instead of uh, instead of match reviews. Going, yeah, yeah. Instead of match that. reviews, because we've done match reviews, yeah. right? Exactly. Yeah, Tune in. There's that. seven episodes of it. A block currently, after seven nights, we got Okada sitting on top of the block. How do you think about how do you feel about Okada's wins right now over uh it looks like wins over Yano and Cobb? Uh I feel like Okada is having a shorts tournament. And I feel like he's probably going to win it. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to win that block. And that's, mm. that's and probably, and maybe even the whole G1, time. to be fair. So, <laughs> yeah. And he looks um, like he deserves it. And like last year's G1 was supposed to sort of be a big moment for him, but it fizzled out with injury and stuff. I could see them going, we're not, we're not done crowning the king. You know, here's a question. Yeah, it may have been, um, it, it may have been his tournament to lose and all these things like that. And he's he's undefeated so far in his first two matches. Has it blown your skirt up at all, though? Has it been exciting for you? Uh, Cobb match was really good, and Cobb match was very good. Someone, those, though, those two have great chemistry. Yeah, and though I picked him to win, Cobb had a real chance of like uh beating him and then he did yano yano matches what it is you've got to get it out of the way uh and it is but i would say i'm still very pumped to see what he's got coming because he's got some big monsters to get through and it's going to be going to be really cool so yeah i'm definitely pumped on okada's tournament and and yeah he's going to do big things i think if not if not win the whole tournament definitely go really far maybe even into the finals and yeah and i i don't know it depends it depends where switchblade ends up right because i don't know if they're doing two nights at the dome but they've got to set shit up so if they are doing two nights at the dome somebody's got a maybe somebody can get a pin on jay white and then somebody can actually win the briefcase something like that 
you know what I mean? Like, to, well, yeah. I, I think at this point, um, we, we've multiplied it so far. So we did two nights, two nights, three nights, and now we got to go to four nights. Sorry, four nights of domes. Four. Okay, so Jay White, <laughs> Jay White has to take four losses in this tournament, and then oh, he only defends three. three losses in the tournament, and then, and then the, and then the briefcase. Yeah. Okay. Three losses. So one in the. Yeah. So one in the. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Two in the actual tournament, the semi-final, and then no, no. If he loses the semi-final, is out. I can't do this math right now, but either way, he's got a lot of fights to have. Yeah. Um. So next on the block, two points. Head. Toriano. Toriano, how are you feeling about his tournament so far? He's uh, beaten Jonah and he's lost to Fale. Like roll up Fale's back. I so that's found fun. him less like witty and whimsical than I normally find him in these things. I normally find him quite fun because the one note Yano joke gets funnier to me the more he does it. Like it's that kind of recurring joke where you like see how I'm still doing the exact same joke and I'm like, it's just ridiculous you're still doing it. That's the kind of vibe I normally get off him. At the moment, he's like not really doing that joke. And so in which case he's just not entertaining is sort of how, how I view it. Them bringing back uh, Great Bash Heel Yano for, for the Okada match, um, I, I feel like it was kind of like a poor imitation. Yeah. Like, like bleach the hair if you're going to do it. Like, yeah, go yeah. all out, man. If you want to go, if you want to go GBH Yano in the G1, and just do it for the, for the G1. Like, just have him... That'd be badass. Yeah, that would have been cool, but no. Yeah, so, I mean, take him or leave him. He, he's what he is. He's a wild card. Uh, he'll... I think he's... Like, hasn't picked up a win yet, but he will. He'll fuck up somebody's shit at some no, he point. Beat, he beat Jonah. Yeah. He beat Jonah. Oh, yeah, yeah, he game. did. That's right. He's already had so many matches. All right. Uh, yeah, so he's already... I mean, that may be the only big win he gets, but I feel like he'll probably get you know, one more. I think he'll he'll get at least one more. Someone's gonna start pulling away on the on the on the blocks. Maybe like Lance Archer might start pulling away and then Yano will be there to even it up for him. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Waiting in the wings. Um we've got next well, up Tom Waller. He's only had well, I'm sorry, what? Uh we've already abandoned our rating system, so oh, okay, <laughs> so, okay. oh, so just to uh, we always do this. So we we're giving pants. Okada we shorts and today. we're giving uh yeah, Yano pants. Yeah. We are being pants today. Yeah. Uh, Tom Lawler only had one match so far where he lost to Lance Archer. I thought his match was fun as fuck. Yeah. He's been entertaining as shit on the undercards. Him and uh, him and Royce Isaacs, Team Filthy all the way. What up, West Coast Wrecking Crew? <laughs> um, I, I love this. He's already over, right? Like, he's, he's going to be great. The second he came out with, uh, and the, the Corican crowd was already clapping along to his theme song. Yeah. Like, yep, he's over. He's done. He's good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Did uh, did you hear Charlton call him the king of shorts? Yeah, that's why I referenced it at the start. It's because I was like, God damn it, we should have put out that logo day one. <laughs> we should have. But Fuck. yeah, we just uh, he's just like our official wrestler. Like, I guess like, so. I'm down with behind it. him. Yeah, exactly. He may not yeah. know it, but he's sponsored by the Akata Shorts podcast. We're not actually going to yeah. send him any money or do anything about it, but uh, we'll just you know I'll, I'll get a team filthy shirt or something. There you go, there you go. I just want to say to the listeners, 
We sometimes have a little bit more energy than this, but we've <laughs> we have podcasted for every episode of the G One. It's taken its toll. We're already like, yo, like we have done a lot of podcasts in there. I'm wondering <laughs> I'm wondering what we're gonna talk about next episode when we've done, you know, ten more episodes of the fucking G Wandering in between. I think I think we'll be over this hump and we'll be at the like exhausted, insane point. You know, where you're like Ooh. tired. But then you're so tired, you're just like hypo and crazy. I think that's what's coming next. So I think by then, my brain medicine will have started kicking in. Ah. And people, people will be like, yeah, because I, I was talking to someone and they were like, well, can you, can you still be entertaining if you're not, you know, on, on, the, on the, can you still be entertaining if you're on brain medicine doing your podcast? And so I was like, why start now? <laughs> <laughs> Haven't been entertaining once before. So. Haven't been entertaining before. <laughs> So have you, let's take a quick sidebar here because it's something that you talked about um, in your last episode, like in your, your G wandering and stuff. So mm-hmm. have you, um, we were obviously talking about this through messages and stuff. So have you been in, sorted something out, arrange, arranged something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, talked to the doctor, um, okay. which was really, really weird for me because I don't like talking about my myself like, in a week like i don't like talking about my feelings yeah. i don't know if maybe that was just because i was raised in the 80s or something yeah it's because we were raised in the 80s it's one of those things it's like, nah, man, i, can't I talk figured about it was something like that but what we've yeah. done because we were raised in the 80s is like any sadness we've talked about this before push it down just push, push it down. deeper until you can't push it down anymore and then it's yeah. just like a well it's like water and water until the point where any more sadness that you push in just overflows out of your face Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. it is very sad so i have never um sought help uh for anything probably should uh (laughs) because the sadness is so real but i've also had amazing friends like yourself that i can lean on and i I find that's uh that has has really helped me but you you were saying to me, you were like, look, I, I feel like this has been going on so long and it, it happens to you so regularly, like those waves of depression that you really wanted to be like, I need to take charge of this while I'm not feeling that way. Because it, yeah. it, you were like, it hampers me, like from doing things. Like, and mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so basically like there's whole weeks of the year where I just like, uh, like for like two weeks straight, I'm just like, I don't feel like going outside. I don't feel like talking yeah. to my friends right now. Like, I don't feel like doing anything. Yeah. And, um, you know, it, like I can chill out and sit on my couch and stuff like that. It's fine. But like, there are some times where I get it, my brain gets scary. Like, you know, saying things like, Oh, maybe, you know, maybe you shouldn't be, maybe, maybe the world would be better without you here and stuff yeah. like that. And like, that's, that's, that's gone on long enough. Yeah. You know, I, I don't need to, I don't need to think like that anymore. No. I don't, I don't. So, uh, you know, I talked to the doctor about it. Doctor was like, yeah, sounds like you're a crazy person. Have some brain medicine. And I was like, sweet. Sounds like you're fucking nuts. Nurse, <laughs> get this man a straitjacket. <laughs> <laughs> Two cc's of a mallet to the head like a fucking cartoon. He just like That's hits a button do. and a trap door opens up underneath you and it just sends you straight to the sanitarium, straight oh. to Arkham. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I I'm mean, there with Calendar I mean, Man. I'm not. I'm not even in the Joker's wing or anything like that. Nah. I'm there with fucking Mister Zaz, you know, all the fucking, <laughs> fucking C grade fucking uh, villains. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you're right, man. And like, you have a wife, and like a dog, and you know, and mm-hmm. 
things to live for, and responsibilities, and and all these things, and like you can't let that wave you over. I I've never had as as sad as I've been this year because of like of, of everything sort of I've gone through it, and I have had you know waves of stuff. It's it's directly because of things. You know what I mean? Like what you describe to me is like almost for no reason. Like it'll just come over you like a wave of mm-hmm. stuff, and you're like, I guess I don't do anything this week. You know, and that's yep. that's uh, overwhelming. You know, positive it's mental attitude and exercise and shit can't overcome that because you can't even do no. anything. You know, yeah, yeah. No, it's it, it's um, it's really shitty. It'll it'll just be like out of nowhere. You know, I wake up, I'm eating my bowl of cereal, watching YouTube or something like that, and I'll just go, man, life would be so much better for everyone else if I was dead. And then I'm like, oh, that's, that's a scary thought. Yeah. I'm just going to fucking sit down and do nothing for the rest of the day. Dirt. And that's, uh, yeah, it's it's tough, man. It's real fucking tough. But Dirt. you know what? I did something about it. Yeah, it's awesome. So, so uh, how long have you had said stuff? And are you are you noticing any differences or are you feeling uh, It's only been, a f- I've only started my rounds of like medicine for, I think today now, uh, Friday as it is, will be my third day. Okay. It's nowhere near um kicking in yet i think it takes at least two weeks yeah. so and they said for like the first four weeks it might make me into kind of like a zombie okay. like and until it like Balances. regulates inside your system yeah okay so we've got yeah. some exciting episodes of uh g wondering coming up Ooh. where you're like it's gonna be fun i watched g wondering uh, <laughs> it was like like it's... episode seven where it's five fifty nine a.m and i'm like i guess i had a good time i don't know <laughs> There's there's gonna be yeah, there's gonna be a couple of times where people are gonna be like, Man, Curtis hated this night and I'm be like, Shingo versus Will was very good. I liked it. Next match. Five five stars. Shorts. On a scale of shorts, it was shorts. It was five um, shorts. It was five shorts. <laughs> oh man. Well, I'm proud of you, dude. I'm I'm glad that you're you're taking charge of your own life. Yeah, that's it's, it's very scary to do. Like some people will think it's like, oh, it's so easy to just go get a medicine or talk to a somebody or whatever. That's not the case at all. And it's scary because you're like, you don't know so how long. that's going to affect you and all that, but at least you're going to give it a shot and see if it can positively Dude, affect your life. My dad was like, cause like I talk about it on my, like on my social media, I'll talk about it on Twitter. I'll talk yeah. about it on Facebook, shit like that. Like this is nothing to hide, right? Yeah, it's yeah, nothing yeah. to be ashamed of. Like I used to think that it was. Yeah. But, um, you know, my dad, like, my dad's not going to listen to this, so it's okay. He texted me and he goes, why are you talking about your feelings like that on fucking social media, man? And I'm like, cause, cause they're fucking there. Yeah, yeah. You know, I can't, I can't pretend like that. And my dad's, you know, my dad's old school, you yeah. know, he's, he's very conservative in both his personality and his, you know, beliefs. So we won't go into that one, uh-huh. but, um, yeah, he's, he's very much like a, put on the smile when you have to put on the smile you know like he he's he's not as in touch with his feelings as he should be uh-huh. and i can see that like at 60 plus years old you know my dad is like it's really starting to wear on him like if you if you talk to him about anything even halfway serious like he breaks down yeah that's he what i'm saying it. it's the well right like it's it's yeah. full and it's over brimming um and yeah he can't do that anymore so he has to hide from it you know what i mean and he yeah. doesn't have the tools my dad, um, growing up, this is eighties kids things. Like my dad growing up, I remember when I was at school and all the different things and stuff like that was really distant. 
like because uh, he used to work all the time. You know, he's he's a butcher. He's you know out here. He's doing manly things. He's cutting up animals. He's you know doing doing all this stuff and like just working so much to like take care of us. And I remember him always just being this like you know tough guy figure in my life and and things like that. Now he's the complete opposite because. I've probably told you before, but my my brother is like drug addict city, right? Like he's still in their life. He's not in mine. Um, but as, you know, he hit high school and stuff, he started to get into marijuana and stuff, and that led to other things, meth and all, all sorts of stuff, right? Um, my dad, in dealing with this, and initially, you know, the tactic was to yell at him and fight him and, you know, all the things that angry men do. And then he was like, I need to try and, like, save my son. And he started, like, reading books on, like, parenting and relationships and stuff like that. And now my dad is, like, the biggest, softest motherfucker in the world. You know what I mean? He always calls me and always wants to tell me how much he loves me and all these kind of things. And it's it's very different. To, <laughs> I'm like... I, I don't even know the guy that sort of raised me, you know, because <laughs> like, were you in 1992? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now he's like almost like he's needier than me almost because he like, he he's the most frequently calls me. My mum doesn't really do phone and things like that. But like my dad will just call me at work cause he's bored and shit. And I'm like, you know, I'm at work, right? Like, I need to, <laughs> like, he's just like, yeah, I was shuffling all this sand and my back's hurting. And I've got these ducks and I'm putting them in the fire. And I'm like, dad, I'm at work. Like I, I'm, you can yeah. hear people trying to buy things off me and do stuff. And he's like, yeah, anyway, you know, because cause him, he just is basically retired now. And my mum is about to retire as well. And so this is what my future is. It's just whenever, now that he doesn't work and shit, he's just like, oh, I'm bored. I'll just fucking call him anytime, day or night, like to see what's going on. But, but yeah, it, I can definitely relate to that, like hard man, keep your feelings to yourself, never knew it. Cause like you say, where was this in 1992? Because it was like, didn't want to have those conversations or didn't really understand like why I didn't want to, you know, do mm. alpha shit or whatever it was, you know? And I, I love my, I love my dad to death. My yeah. dad, like I realize often how he, he shaped so much of my personality. Like, you know, growing up with him, my dad's the, the reddest of necks, right? He's, <laughs> he got me into, yeah, he got me into pro wrestling. Uh-huh. Um, he bought me my first comic book which was a daredevil comic because he liked daredevil when he was a kid. Yeah, that's it. Um, he, you know, like he, he showed me like so many great things about life. Like my dad was the first person I sat down with and watched like scary movies. Yeah. Like I used to hide behind, I used to hide behind his chair and we, you know, when I watched like gremlins with him or, or Halloween and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but like, you know, that, that was my dad. And now like, I can see those bits of him in me, especially like, like with the, some of the like funny faces I'll make or some of the silly things I'll, I'll say like the, the voices I'll say when I'm talking to my dog or something like that. It's all my dad. Yeah. And I love that about my dad, but I don't want to be my dad. Yeah. You know, I, I, there's a lot of stuff in my life that I don't want to be like my dad with. Like I said, he's got some very, very uh, conservative views, which I am not down with. Yeah, Yeah. Um, he's, you know, he's, one of those people who's not very in touch with his feelings. So like when he does start to feel things, he can have a very like conflicted emotional state. Um, and, and my dad was in prison for a long part of my life because uh-huh. he's not in touch with his feelings. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So like, 
um you know I, I he probably wouldn't want me to talk about it on here but like there was one night where he you know lost lost touch with his feelings he got upset he did something that he's very ashamed of and um he went to jail for it for a large chunk of my life wow nothing nothing violent he didn't hurt anybody yeah but um you know that that's not healthy that's not a healthy way of dealing with it no no absolutely you know and he's he does regret it he's he did his he did his debt yeah and he's a better person now because of it and um i think that uh, he's in a good spot now you know and i i love him i love my stepmom my stepmom Lori. she's a fucking angel she's good for him you know she she keeps him on the straight and narrow she fucking you know is great for him but like i recognize a bunch of of his mannerisms in me and i was just like i don't want this I don't want this at all. Yeah. It's so. it, it says a lot to his character that he's one of the people that could enter like, you know, the prison system or whatever and then actually come out a better person because a lot of it is structured around just keeping people there. You know what I mean? And and you hear so much about repeat offenders and and things like that. So the fact that he, you know, like you said, blew up made a mistake and then had to pay for it, I'm sure taught him like a lesson that he's then, you know, never going to go back and it's changed his entire life. But definitely there's something to be said about the way that previous generations dealt with their emotions that lead people down that road because they weren't given the tools to process that or ask for help or, or do anything like that because that was mm-hmm. considered, you know, not manly or, you know, or, not the way things are done. And it's really surprising. Actually, maybe maybe we don't even know the true figures, but that like suicide rates weren't like like way higher back in, you know, those those times. But I mean, maybe they were and the numbers just weren't there and nobody was tracking it. You know what I mean? Like it's mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to say. And people were dying younger anyway and like yep. life was different. And also there wasn't social media and there wasn't other people to relate to, so I guess it's easier to push it down inside forever because any other guy you see is like, how's it going, mate? Yeah, I'm good, mate. I guess, but like nobody's really expressing it and you're like, nobody else feels it, so I can't feel it either. And you just casual, turn it off. Casual alcoholism, you know, heart oh. attacks when you're fucking 48, yeah. you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. Like that could probably be tracked to never really getting to know yourself emotionally, I guess. Yeah, and never really becoming like a fully formed person. You're just like mm-hmm. Robbo from the fucking you know, the build site and you're arm's length from your family, your arm's length from everybody and you're in a malaise of just, you know, beers and work and that's all you ever become, you know, and you never, yeah. and I mean, hopes and dreams were never, like there, there wasn't this, you know what I mean? There wasn't any of that. So all Robbo from the site ever had was, was his job and his wife and his thing and that's all. He's like, cool, I've done it. I've got a house and a kids and now I've just got to wait till I die. Like, you know, it was, a, it was a very different kind of life than the one that, you know, we live where we try and push outside of ourselves and our city and our country and, you know, and all the things that we do. Yeah, that's, yeah. it's true. So I guess what I'm saying is Tom Lawler's had a, had a pretty good chance <laughs> one so far. He has, he's got, he's got a bit well, of dad vibes in him. Uh, <laughs> welcome to shorts. Welcome to shorts and fields, everybody. Yeah, exactly. I knew I'd finally get you here. This is this is how we do it. Welcome to Faces and Fields. This is yeah. Welcome to Faces and Fields. This is the Shorts and Fields podcast. And um, deep. man, 
So, Jonah. Thank you for that. Thank you for your honesty. No, I appreciate that. We obviously yeah, took a big know. sidebar there, but I think it's uh, important that we share who we are because that's the only getting, thing. Getting to know you. Yeah, getting, getting to know, to know you. all about you. I always say that pe- I've had people ask me before, they're like, well, why do you do a, a podcast, a wrestling podcast? Aren't there heaps of those? Are there, aren't there heaps of wrestling podcasts in the world? Uh, and I'm like, yes. I'm like, yeah, there's, there's hundreds of them. And I'm like, but there's only one me. And so it doesn't really matter what I talk about if I'm talking about the same things, if I'm reviewing the same things as other people, my take and the way I talk about stuff is just going to be my take on things and my emotions and my thoughts. And that's the only thing I have that sets me apart from anybody else. And that's the only thing that makes me different. And I've been a pretty unconfident person my entire life, but the a confidence comes from that. Like since I've sort of had the small amount of, I guess, success or listeners or whatever it is, I'm like, this is, there is sort of value in me and my opinion. I put off starting a podcast for fucking five years, seven years, 10 years. I wanted to do one, you know, until I put it off. And then I just started talking to a microphone and started talking about New Japan a couple of years ago. And it just like sort of changed everything. And I'm like, there is value in just being yourself because I can talk about New Japan in a different way that you are. I mean, we're doing G Wandering right now and going back and forth. And our episodes are very different, you know what I mean? But that's what uh, yeah. I think makes us a good team. So. Yeah, it's it's a it's a fun, it's a, like I've seen, I've, here we go, how, how am I going to put this? When I do G1s by myself, I always talk about faces and feels and like how it's an interesting like peek behind the curtain for when you, when you interview people, you know, it's not just like, sometimes it is a kayfabe, but like, I mean, there's, there's plenty of wrestlers who like, I never would have you know, considered myself a fan of. And then I listened to Faces and Feels and I'm like, man, I really like, you know, that dude's story. I really like that dude's, you know, where where his head's at. I like how he, you know, holds himself as far as a person. I'm going to go and watch his matches now. And, yeah. and you know, his or her matches. You've had yeah. wrestling, uh, you've had interviews with, with some Absolutely. women who I enjoy watching. So that's, you know, the seeing seeing who that person is for real can sometimes lead you to be a fan of them and that character that they portray I think which is so. really fun I, I think it's important like to see their struggle and stuff like that you know like the struggles yeah good, what yeah. what they yeah <laughs> good friend of mine <laughs> uh and the man who made me want to do it but like he people have said to me before they're like in your interviews you bring things out of your interviewee that I hadn't heard before. And if, if I have any skill like in life is I think I'm a pretty like sort of empathetic person. And, and I use that in my everyday life, you know, like I'm a salesman, like I sell guitars and I sell things and stuff. And I'm only good at that because I listen to people, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I listen to what they are talking about. And then I feedback my opinion or my sort of takes or, or how I understand. I'm like, for me, like, is this what you're saying? And I try and understand them and, and reiterate that. And that's all I do in Faces and Feels too. Like, I just want to genuinely get to know somebody and understand their journey. And I think a lot of podcasts, like, and especially if they're doing wrestling, they just want to do like Q&As and maybe gotcha stuff or get some scoops or things like that. I don't give a fuck about any of that. 
I just want to know like about this person that I'm speaking to. And I think that's why the interviews sort of come across differently uh, than a lot of ones. And I, I say in the, the bio, like for Faces and Feels, I always say like genuine conversations with the faces of wrestling because that's what I'm mm-hmm. trying to do. It's not, not hype shit. That's what I do on this show where we're just like, fucking yeah, like, you know, like like the vibe oh, yeah. of Faces and Feels. We're almost doing a Faces and Feels episode right now because it's like we're having a real conversation like where we should be talking about New Japan. <laughs> but that's, that's kind of the point. Does anyone actually listen to this? Who gives a shit? Yeah, fuck <laughs> this. Fuck it. Exactly. Maybe they'll find Turn this interesting. To to yeah, this. No, exactly right. He will. He's got some editing to do on this one. But, uh, but, but yeah, dude, I I uh, think it's important that we do whatever the fuck we want in this show, so I don't really care. That's true. That's true. Exactly. No, like, I, I I don't mind at all. I know, like, mental health is a big thing when you talk about, like, New Japan, because you look at someone like Gabe Kidd, like, mental health is Absolutely. a big, is, a, is, not was, is a big struggle for, for Gabe Kidd. Yeah. And he's someone who has the world watching him, you know, fans and things like that yeah. are, are eyes on Gabe Kidd because we want to see him succeed, but we also know how much of an uphill battle it's going to be for him. Yeah. So, uh, you know, that's, that's not that. And it's not just Gabe Kidd. I'm, he's, he's the one who's been the most vocal about it. He's had the most trouble, but like, I mean, look yeah, at all of them. I'm, look at, look at like the, the mental toughness of somebody like Hanare, right? Like, yeah, he's somebody who, like, it's taken him six years to get to a G1. He's a dude who, like, like, had injuries and setbacks, and then he's been there in a pandemic, and he's just, like, living in New Japan and, like, doing the Islander gimmick and getting pinned for years and, like, doing all this stuff, just grinding away because he has this goal he wants to get to, you know? If you go far enough back in his story, he, like, uh, I'm pretty sure he, like, lied to get into wrestling school said he was older. He was like 18 for like three years or whatever, you know. He's always wanted to do it. And then to now get to that point, like that that's huge. Like can you imagine the mental toughness it, it takes like to do that and to keep doing that? Dude, dude, the, the you want to talk about mental toughness. We've talked so many times about Lion's Roar and watching Michael Richards. Yes. Like. Yeah, 100%. I love Michael Richards. If, they, if I could ask him one question, it would just be like, how did you not quit? Yeah. Like me personally, if I went to Japan and I felt like I failed and like a lot of people were just like, who the fuck is this kid? What the, I, I would have just, I'd have gone back home. I'd have gone fucking back home. Yeah. And, and he was like, nah, fuck that. I'm going to get better. Yeah. I mean, and you and know has. what? Never fucking complain. We weren't like, look at Carl Fredericks at the moment. That may be an angle. I'm not really a hundred percent sure, but say it is real, right? He had hoped that he was going to be in the New Japan Cup or G1 or get to go back in Japan, and it hadn't happened. And when things were announced for this recent one, he was kind of tweeting out some stuff like, are you fucking serious, blah, blah, blah. Bro, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? You look, at, look at Hanare. Never, you've never seen him complain, like, ever. You look at Michael Richards, where he literally went there, was chewed out and fucking told he wasn't good enough and just kept going forever. That's how you gain respect and, you know, succeed in somewhere like New Japan because they're all watching, you know what I mean? Like it's all tests and toughness and stuff like that. You prove yourself for long stern. enough. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You very to, stern, very you like Japanese. It, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 
Like, it's not just, you don't get handed stuff, like, just because you're, like, the biggest, best-looking dude. Like, you know, you need to to grind it out and earn it. And, like, somebody like Clark Connors, I listened to an interview with him recently. Actually, a couple of interviews with him recently. But um, he is another guy that, like, he was Shibata's first, you know, recruit, basically. And just in their early end like every day running drills, doing all those things just forever with with no end in sight, you know, just like keep going and believing in yourself and doing it. That That's crazy inspiring, man. Like I don't know how these guys do it, like because it's it's a lot, you know, and the mental the mental health it takes to to do that stuff. I can only imagine like the young lions in Japan that we never even see that flame out. I wonder yeah, I wonder how many sort of like bodies that dojo's littered with. You know what I mean? Of like people that just couldn't hack it and just had to bounce. I'm sure I'm sure there's tons. Like like it have to be. Wrestling wrestling doesn't like I I could never. I can never not not just the physical but like the mental toughness that it takes to like you know, I, I, I twist my wrist at work and I'm fucking like, oh, I'm complaining about it for days and stuff <laughs> like that. These these guys are like wrestling with, you know, broken bones and shit like that. And they're fucking just toughing it out. Like, I, I, I'm not I'm not that strong. Yeah, I'm not that strong, bro. I can never do what they do. Yeah, I can talk about it on the Internet, talk a little shit about it. But I, can't, <laughs> yeah. I, can't I am that, not man. I am not built for it either. You know what I mean? Like. And and I it never even crossed my mind, like because even when I was a kid and like I liked wrestling and stuff, uh, like it was too far away from Australia to even consider it. But but the yeah, I could <laughs> I could not do it. I can only imagine what these people's day to day life goes like. The self belief yeah. and the like, um, the ego like it would take because you would have to really build yourself up. You know what I mean? And you've got to consider your body and your look and your and your you have to build this armor around yourself that's just just crazy. And then when you're an independent wrestler, which is why I interview them and it's so like interesting, you imagine, oh, cool, I'm booked in this city. I'm just going to drive there on my own. I don't know anybody. I'm going to go in and I'm going to like wrestle in a gymnasium in front of 20 people, like in my underwear, like, you know, like it's, it's a lot. <laughs> like it's a lot to do. Yeah. It really is. And there's so many people who can't hack it, you know, because of things like mental toughness, like you said. Absolutely. It's farther, farther than I've, uh, farther than I've ever gotten in life. So (laughs) look, I I mean, I, I, I've related to it before. Like I think probably the closest thing I have ever done to wrestling was being a band. And I did like a lot of the things like I did tour and uh, touring and I did, uh, you know, long hours in cars and stuff with the other guys. I did big supports with heroes of mine. Um, I, I got to support every band, like, that we can as an influence except for one, you know. Um, like, we toured with bands that we looked up to. We met these people. We partied with them. We did all that. And we, we strived to do things and released albums and did all that. But it's different because you're not doing it on your own. You know, there's, like, a band of brothers there was five of us and even when members changed there was always like that core group and you kind of hold each other up and you sort of keep going forward and putting in that money and stuff investing money in yourself in travel in gym in look in gear in 
merchandise and all those things, just doing it on your own. To do something like wrestling, which is very niche and very hard to do, and there's no clear path of how to get to anywhere that could pay money and stuff like that, you've got to really like love it. And, and yeah, the self-belief it takes is inspiring to me every single time. Really, yeah. It's it's gorgeous. And, like, it's so much fun to see things like wrestling, like heavy metal, like uh, ice hockey, and like things that are very niche, but the, the people that like it love it the most. Yeah. You know? Like, there's people that love wrestling, and, like, it's a small group of people, but they fucking love wrestling. Yeah. You know? Metalheads, they love metal but like they love metal, you know? So you get those, those fans that like when they believe in you, they will never give up on you, you know? So I think that's cool. I think, I think that helps drive them, you know, like the, the core group of supporters. So yeah, if you listen to this and you support wrestling and you like wrestling, buy a shirt, you know, big up people on social media, like help pick them up Mm -hmm. so they can try and achieve their dreams because not everybody has the guts to do it, you know? That's one of the things I've always said about like when, when I started smart foundation with Shane, uh, we, I said, I'm tired of turning on a wrestling podcast and people are just bitching. Yeah. I said, I wanted to do something positive. I want to talk specifically about stuff that we love and the fun that we have watching wrestling. I wanted to do a positive pro wrestling podcast. And like, I kind of hope that I bring a bit of that here. I bitch a little bit more here than I do there. But we do it um, like in a, I like to think we do it in a funny way. It's like tongue in cheek. Like when I, I'm going crazy on rants about yo and stuff like that. I don't actually hate yo. You know what I mean? Like I actually, right. I love all of the new Japan roster. Even even mm-hmm. if, if I rip on Fale or, you know, or, or Owens or Yano or, or whatever, I love the new Japan roster. I think it's the best roster in the world. I love going to Japan. I love seeing them live. I'll watch any of their matches, like, I, I love them all. When I'm ripping on stuff, it's because, like, I'm trying to, <laughs> A, make an entertaining show, and and B, like, watching a lot of wrestling while also working full-time jobs and dealing with all that stuff. It's fun to have, like, a vent about stuff. But I also vent yeah. about it because I fucking care about it. Like, I love it. Like, we started doing this podcast. Like, I mean, we, we filled in on a show that we love. I listen to every episode that the Super J cast has ever put out. And I listened to the Puro cast before that, you know. Um, and then when we ended up doing it, I was like, do you want to come on my show just so I can fucking rant about this New Japan Cup that I thought was going to be fucked? And I'm like, these motherfuckers. And just went on a hell tear. And then it turned into like something really positive. Like, it was probably my favorite New Japan Cup. And then it also turned into this podcast. Like, that's what New Japan gives to me every single time. So if I'm ripping on it, it's never coming from a place of negativity. It's coming from a place yeah. of love every single time. Like, I want to see Yobi fucking awesome. I just, like, hate it when people are lost. So I'm going to yell about it until it, you know, works out. Yeah, I think that's that's the best way to put it because you can you can look at stuff and say, like, I love this and want it to be better versus I hate this and I'm hate watching it and all yeah. like this is the worst and you know, well like e- even you like even the smart foundation like you even sort of changed the format a bit because you felt like you were starting to fall into those tropes you were like we're starting to talk about certain things every week and we're starting to get negative on stuff and it's not the vibe I want to live you know and so yeah. you guys changed up your format because you're like we want to bring out the positivity of wrestling 
you know, like exactly. that's, that's the point. Otherwise, it's just another podcast ripping on WWE or whatever it is until you know, everybody fucking dies. I guess. <laughs> everybody dies, the heat death of the universe, and um, yeah, nothing yeah. really matters. Like I so. don't actively watch WWE at the moment like because there was nothing there for me and I wasn't having a good time, so I just stopped watching it. You know, I just watch the things that catch my attention. And if they don't catch my attention, then I'm not loving it enough to watch it and I won't watch it. All these changes that are happening right now, like where Triple H, who's probably like, you know, one of my favorite, if not my favorite WWE wrestlers of all time, is taking, is potentially taking over creative, well, is taking over creative. I mean, I don't know if Vince is on the other end of the phone or whatever, but like, that's exciting to me. Am I going to tune straight in? No. I'm going to wait and sort of hear how things are going and, you know, but maybe there's an opportunity here that I'll end up watching WWE again. And I'd fucking love to watch WWE again because I grew up on it. Like, but it just was tiring me out and was exhausting and I was miserable and I was listening to podcasts that all hated it and I was like, why am I doing this to myself? Like, why am I, like, hate watching something like that I just fast forward through every week? So, no. you know. Just can't, you just can't. You just yeah. can't do that. Like no. you have to, there's so people much do content So many people do it. Like so many people I know, do it. I know. And then there's so much content out there that you could really, you can find a way to watch something else. You know what I've been watching all week? Like it will, in, in between G1, I've been watching AAA, AAA uh-huh. from Mexico. Yeah. You've um, been on a bit of a lucha tear. I'm a huge lucha tear, dude. Like I've, I've been sitting around and like, um, Pluto TV is an app like that just has a triple a channel. Really? And I just, th- I'd like, I just throw it on. Like, I don't know anything about any of the wrestling. Like there's people on there. I love like, Phoenix and, wrestling. Like it's why I love independent yeah. wrestling so much. Cause I can, somebody will recommend something and I can go on IWTV and tune into a whole new promotion and everybody's new. The characters are yeah. new. The stories are new. The wrestling's new. And I just love new stuff. I love learning new things. Yeah, there's, I mean, there is a safety, the safety blanket of having like Ray Fenix or um, Pentagon or, you know, Laredo Kid or, you know, uh, El Hijo de Vikingo, you know, like there's, there's people that I've heard of. And then I get on there and I'm like, oh shit, this guy's fucking rad. Like, uh, there's a dude on there, a psycho clown. And I was like, I fucking love psycho yeah, clown. Yeah. This guy's uh-huh. a fucking ace. Right. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm watching it and I'm like, I'm, I'm just, I gotta go. Every time I see someone new, I'll go on like the internet and so I find out what they're all about, how long they've been wrestling, you know, what, what's their thing. And it's, it's a ton of fun. Yeah. Um, actually, you know, you want, it's funny. Uh, Here's how I found it. Uh, so I was, I was about to do this exact segue you're going to do, by the way, <laughs> cause yep. I, I want to do it. I was like, I know where this motherfucker's going with this, yeah. but, but seriously, Pluto how do TV. you watch Pluto TV there, Curtis? Yeah, Pluto TV doesn't actually have uh, a triple A channel in England. So I have to go to NordVPN and look at the... Yeah! <laughs> Fucking nailed we it! We brought it there! <clears throat> there it is. So I have, to, I have to go to NordVPN and change my VPN to America, the, to the US, uh, to the US IP, and then I can watch pluto tv from america can um, can i do pluto tv on my phone that i'm holding right now if i do my nordvpn or do i need to like use my internet browser like do i need to use uh, computer so or do you do it, it on your phone i believe it's a, i believe it's an app that you can watch because i have it as an app on my smart uh my amazon fire stick oh okay. pluto yeah. tv they also i've so. been i've been teaching myself spanish 
And so it's really fun to watch a bunch of their, lately they have like movies in Spanish. The other day I watched Last Action Hero in Spanish. Uh-huh. Because <laughs> I'm trying to learn Spanish, right? Okay. I'll watch, I'll watch I love Re- Last Action watch Hero. Wrestling. What a great movie. Great fucking film, dude. Yeah, it's awesome. And then, um, you know, I'll watch AAA in Spanish. Um, and, oh, Hell's Kitchen. Watching Hell's Kitchen oh. in Spanish is the best. <laughs> so, that's the kind of settling. <laughs> the chicken's fucking raw. What? What's it's the raw. chicken is raw in Spanish? Um, pollo is, uh, pollo is, um, shit, I don't remember. Anyway, I, I'm, I'm still, I'm still learning. I've only been I've only been teaching myself like because I'm from America you kind of can't help but pick up casual Spanish from yes. like the Mexican influence mm-hmm. and stuff mm-hmm. but um I'm actually sitting down to learn now and it's only been a couple of weeks so I'm still trying to get a, get the hang of it but listening to things like that like my wife uh when she was teaching herself Spanish because she's been learning a lot longer now she's been learning for about two and a half years now really uh, she was watching things like Breaking Bad and stuff like that and so whenever there was Spanish on there she'd peek up and kind of listen uh-huh. um me i'm just like i'm gonna immerse myself in it i'm gonna watch triple a and <laughs> like and evidently then... plancha is spanish for the plancha you know, <laughs> well there you go continue on so, web all right i'm in pluto tv and i'm in america i'm just figuring out where the triple r channel is so if you go to they should have everything listed like there's like a kids area there's a news area there's mm-hmm. like movies uh-huh. Uh, and then there should be one that's en espanol. En espanol. Ah, yep. And Got near it. the near the bottom of the en espanol is where triple A is. They also have like cage fighting oh, and stuff shit. like that. In. I just did this shit in real time. Bitch, it's just a whole channel. Oh yeah, it's an entire. They just show they they go from like the start of the company. Uh, all the way and like they just show a ton of stuff like i was watching stuff uh they did a really cool thing during lockdown when they couldn't have crowds they they surrounded their ring outside they just built a ring in a field and surrounded it with cars people were in their cars like honking their horns instead of cheering and stuff that was really cool i'm sorry about those huge so. vapes but i've actually got triple r here and i'm just trying to bring it up there that silence was on here we go i have just done that shit in real time it's actually TNA. It's TNA in Spanish. No, no, is, is it TNA in Spanish? They have a six-sided ring in AAA for... for no, no, it's, it had total non-stop action on the side. He just made Chris Saban sign something in Spanish. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, right on. Anyway, that is awesome. It says TNA, Enero, 2004, and some fat guy has just come in and is attacking somebody who I don't recognize in silver pants. Anyway, that is the power of NordVPN, people. You've that just seen it happen in real life. I'm you can get access to so much more content that there's you can There's a Naruto channel through. in Spanish. Yeah, there's Naruto. There's a Yu-Gi-Oh! channel Yu-Gi-Oh? in Spanish. Combate World. What's Combate World? I think that's their cage fighting channel. Oh, shit. This is riveting listening for everybody. But Pluto TV, guys, check it out. That's, that's yeah, a free Pluto plug awesome. for there's Pluto a, There's TV. an entire, there's a, there's a Spanish uh, Star Trek channel. Oh. I was just watching episodes of, uh, of Next Generation in Spanish, trying to like learn. Ah, and like there's also, episodes there's also that you English, know quite well. Yeah. Yeah, there's also an English Star Trek channel. Like they have more, uh, definitely more, channels in english than they have in spanish we're just talking specifically about wrestling because you know they, they do have a tna uh, tna impact yeah uh, channel uh-huh. they have an independent wrestling channel uh-huh. uh they have 
a you know and the, then they have the triple a channel which i was which is constantly on do they have the office on there that's the only one i would know like all the words it's like nada michael nada dwight (laughs) dude is nada how how they say i do not know spanish at all is that how they say no i don't know i was um, trying to make a joke no yeah no is not um i do not know then i Um, i'm already fluent basically Shoot, I don't know. Um, so no, they, they, I was watching Workaholics the other day on that. Oh, you yeah. seen Workaholics? Yeah, yeah, I love it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, so let's tell people how they too can do this glory that I just did in real life. Well, you can grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash what, Rafe? Shorts. That's right, nordvpn.com slash shorts to get a huge discount off your NordVPN plan plus one additional month for free it's completely risk-free with nord's 30-day money-back guarantee so you can get nord vpn try it out you know see see what you have access to from what content you have access to from around the world around the world the entire world i was just basically transported to mexico yeah. do you ever you ever wonder what's on azerbaijani netflix uh can't say i ever have, I have no but, idea. but now i can I have no idea but you we know can find out you know what else nord has you can also exactly. choose a bundle to fit your level of security so you can make sure that you are extra safe while doing all this stuff. And all you have to mm-hmm. do is go to nordvpn.com slash what? Shorts. That's right, to make sure you get the right deal for you. So there you go. That was a great segue by us, basically podcast professionals, but also something that we legit use. So I am pumped on that. Oh, Combate World is still uh, playing on my phone. There you go. All right, how what's, do I turn him what's off? What's Combate World got on it? Uh, it was like a circular ring cage situation uh, where dudes were punching each other. Do you like... like... Real, real punching or kayfabe punching? Mm, looked real punching. And if you're mm. a fan of my podcast and you've ever watched ICW No Holds Barred Pit Fighter X, it's a similar vibe, and you can watch it in Spanish. Sweet. Yep, there you go. Sweet. That's awesome. So, uh, Filthy Tom Lawler, speaking of somebody that's punched people in cages, uh, oh God, we've so made it times. all the way back to where we started. Shorts tournament so far. He's only done one match, but I'm pumped to see what he's got coming. Yep. That, that segue that we just did, we just did two segues in a row. Shorts for both of them. We need to rate both Look of those it. segues. Shorts. Shorts. NordVPN.com. Shorts. shorts. NordVPN.com slash shorts. Get your free 30-day money-back guarantee plus one free month. Done. Handled. Boom. Moving on to Jonah. Jonah. Uh, Jonah, we're still in the A block. <laughs> yeah, we do, we're going to pick up the speed here real quick. I mean, Jonah hasn't really had an opportunity to do anything yet. I think that's for a reason. I think they essentially needed to get that Yano win out of the way. Then they gave him a nice big break, and they're like, reset. It's monster time. And I think we're yes. going to see him coming back and then just decimating dudes. And he and he and Jeff Cobb have been like poking the bear at each other, and I'm fucking here for it, bro. What's his next match? Is it Jeff Cobb? Like, is that what they're uh, yes. going to? Okay, yeah, yeah, it's on. It's not until fucking August fifth. That's I what I mean. Like they they just went. Let's all forget about that time when the Yano. Oh thing wait, no happened. Saturday. Saturday he's got a match with uh, Lawler. Sorry. Oh, that's not good for Lawler. No, Lawler. Lawler might start in the hole. Oh, and two. Yeah, but you know what? Lawler doesn't even need it. You know, he's not the kind of guy that needs to rack up a, a a ton of wins to be effective. He's already been a champion in New Japan for a year. 
like straight up, yeah. not on, the, not in Japan, but in America. So he's already got credibility in the company. Plus, he's the kind of character and the kind of dude that is just super entertaining. So it doesn't really matter. He doesn't need the kind of like dominance that a Jonah or a Jeff Cobb need to be credible. Yeah, and I, I think Tom Lawler is already so over right now that he's fucking Teflon. He can t- he can take a couple yeah. of losses oh, it's a, it's a to start matter. the tournament. Plus he's filthy yeah. kind of underdog type guy. It's totally fine. Uh, one more thing before we jump off Jonah. It's hard to give him a, a pants or shorts rating. I think it's going to be shorts by the, the time it's done. Speaking of shorts, though, let's talk about Jonah's theme song real quick because that motherfucker <sighs> goes hard. What a banger, dude. Oh, my yeah. God. I wonder if that's going to be like the T- TMDK theme for when they have like like the you know, TMDK in the World Tag League and stuff like that. I wonder if that's going to be yeah. something we get to hear more often because mm. it's good. Yeah, I wonder. I would I would like that or or something else new. I don't want to see TMDK come back with like Joker and the Thief like they used to have in Noah or whatever because that song sucks. <laughs> oh, you don't like Wolf Mother? No, fuck like Wolf, Wolf Mother. Mother. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> I know they're an Australian band, but that doesn't mean I need to like them. <laughs> Gary J uses I, them, and I understand why he likes them, but I'm just not about it. I think that TMDK is like doing so well right now. Like that that new TMDK shirt that Jonah's wearing is fucking sick. I want one so bad. Have you seen that one? Uh-uh. I, I haven't so had time says, to watch no undercard. It's just got the TMDK logo on the on the side here, uh-huh. and then it's got the big like the 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 dog teeth. Yeah, yeah like okay. a big big on the back. It's really cool. That's sick. I dig it. Um, also, fans are super getting behind Bad Dude Tito, which makes yeah. me very happy. Yeah, that's cool. I've, I think I, um, I think those that. two are going to get over so yeah, fucking there's hard. There's been like a lot of cartoons. I saw like a cute one that was like a little cartoon Jonah like doing a stomp and like Bad Dude Tito like being like, oh, like getting shaken over. <laughs> <laughs> Dig it. It was pretty cool. Um, All right, who's so next? yeah, Jonah, yeah, not sure. much to say there, but. Not much to say. It will be I think it's going to be shorts. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm yeah. preemptive shorts. Uh, Jeff Cobb, he's one and one right now. He's got a win over Fale and a loss to Okada. I would say shorts. Yeah, <laughs> he's looked good. Um, his looked match good. with Okada was it was great. Banger, and then he did like a tour of the islands to Fale, which is fucking just so impressive. So you can't knock him. Yeah, that. dude. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't wait to see his match with Jonah. I can't wait to see his match with Archer. Uh-huh. Um, I think he's going to do some really cool stuff with uh, Lawler as well. Yeah, so. Absolutely. So yeah, great match. So many great matches left. Like they've this block they've just stacked it at the back end. You know what I mean? It's kind of the just, yeah, it's gonna be really Then we've got Lance Archer who beats Lawler in a match I fucking loved. If anyone wants to listen to my G wondering, uh I loved that match. Also uh got rolled up by Fale because roll up Fale is back. Yes. Hey. It's it's got the skills. I'm about it. Archer's new white on white gear. Chef's kiss. You were so cool. If if somebody wants to have Curtis Spears talk about them on the podcast, the surest way is to have white on white gear because this motherfucker will go on one about it. Loves it. A hundred percent. Wait <laughs> until the day Tai Chi comes out with white on white gear. Yeah, we were talking about that last time. That would be fire. That's the day you just put the title on him. <laughs> yep. Yeah, just put. Just Give for look alone. In the belt. Look oh. alone. 
nobody's gonna go harder and then having oh they could have miho abe in like a full wedding dress mm-hmm. like a wedding gown marching down the aisle with all oh, with, uh, what's it called the uh, veil. veil yeah a long train that drags out behind her fuck yes dude anyway what do you think um, about his forward. current like g1 business suit robe vibe that he's got going out it looks a bit ill-fitting i'm not sure i like it um I kind of I dig the I dig the way it looks. I wish it was more opulent. There's not enough yes. there's not enough to it. It's cool. It's got all the like filigree and stuff like that on it. You know, it, it looks like something Tai Chi would wear, but like I want him to go big. Yeah. You know? I want to go so. more opulence is the word. I want more extravagance and opulence from my Tai Chi. Opulence. 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 All right. Um bad luck filet. Bad Luck Fale has wins over Yano and Archer and got beat by Cobb. How are you feeling about that? He's got four points. He's only, his, his tournament is halfway over, though. Um, I would like more opulence from Fale. Put <laughs> <laughs> Fale to come out with feathers and yeah, yeah, things exactly. like that. Look, uh, Fale hasn't had a bad match, though. You know what I mean? Like, do you expect yeah. Fale to be delivering Okada bangers? Like, uh, but he, he's been solid. He hasn't given us a boring match or anything. He's a monster. One of my favorite G1 matches that I reviewed back in the original G1 Dream was with Farley. It was Farley versus Tanahashi. When, yeah. uh, when they're on the outside, Farley's got him up for the bad luck fall and he's going to like bad luck fall um, Tanahashi to the outside and then just climb back in or whatever. He goes to do it. He's got him up on his back. Tanahashi puts his feet up on the ring post pushes off, Fale goes over the barricade, Tanahashi gets back in, the 20 count sounds, and he wins the match by just, like, escaping him. And it was, like, just yeah. a great finish. Like, yeah, I like Fale. Yeah. I, I love what he does for New Japan. I'm a, I'm a fan of, I'm a fan of Fale. Like, I, I, he's, he may not be the, the best wrestler on the card, but he's always fun. He's always entertaining. He doesn't need to so. be. He's a monster, and that's what he needs He's a monster. So, yeah. That's what they want. Absolutely. So, yeah, I so, like it when he throws in a roll-up and stuff. It's fun. Yeah, uh, B block. Let's go, uh, Tomohiro Ishii. Oh, quick, quick shorts, uh, shorts rating on uh, on him. So oh, I would shit. give him a shorts. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So we got uh, Okada shorts, Toriano pants, Tom Lawler shorts, Ooh. Jonah shorts. Uh, I mean, preemptive shorts for both of those shorts, guys. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Cobb shorts, definitely. Lance Archer shorts and Bad Luck Fale uh, shorts. Yeah, uh, happy I think with shorts that might be my. What's that? I said I'm happy with that block. Yeah. Uh, B block. Here we go. Tomohiro Ishii. He has beaten Tomatonga, but he has lost to Taichi and to Jays at two points. Is his tournament over? Basically, yeah. I think, I think yeah. Uh, you know he's gonna he's gonna have a a couple of good matches left. He always does. I was I was a little bit disappointed he beat Tomatonga, uh, and I said as much in my thing because like I think uh, there's gonna be great stuff from Tama coming forward, but. Ishii ain't done yet. He's still got great matches to go. He, he was never going to win this tournament. Um, and yeah, I, I've loved all his matches so far. I would give it shorts for sure. Yeah. I think he's still got Sonata, Okan, and Jay. I'm sorry, and Owens, Chase Owens. Uh, he'll probably win another two of those and end up with like six. Who was it? Kind of Sonata, Okan. And Owens. I would say maybe only win one of those, but maybe then maybe win none. Maybe win none. 
I mean, if he's wrestling Owens at Kirkin Hall, then he fucking might not win at all. Yeah, exactly. Chase right. is dangerous in Kirkin Hall. Yeah. So, uh, let's see here. Tom, uh, so we'll say, you know, expected. I think the the default is definitely shorts there. Uh, uh, there. Of course. He's a great, he's, he's great. Uh, Tomatonga. He's one and one. He's got beaten by Ishii, but he beat Chase Owens, uh, which was a good match. What'd you think? Uh, yeah, I I like New Tomatonga. Like, I want to I want to see more of him, and I want to see him do really well. Uh, His I new would, Iron Man gear is fucking sweet. Yeah, Iron Man gear is sick. He should wear the helmet. He's got the helmets already. Get it repainted in the same color. It just be all Iron Man. <laughs> but maybe it'd be too much on the nose. Uh, I would like to see him beat jay white too much on the nose when kushida came out literally dresses marty mcfly for how how many years yeah well that that's true. with a delorean <laughs> wearing the vest for fucking 10 years like eternally fucking him um yeah i would like to see him pick up a big win a big signature win i'd like to see him beat jay white and then be one of his defenses on the way to the tokyo dome that's what i'd like to say uh shorts. so shorts for him sonata uh sonata versus taichi was really good uh sonata versus jay was i think also really good (laughs) (laughs) sonata versus taichi was good i really like sonata versus taichi i i mean i feel like both i feel like both of them were really good because of the opponents is how i feel about yeah, maybe Sonata plays up, you know, he, he plays up or down to his opponents, I guess. I haven't seen a bad one. We'll we'll see how he comes up against like Chase. Yeah. See if Chase can I think I still just know. wanted a bit more fire from him. When I started to be like, Hey, I'm coming around, like when he was like winning the US title and stuff, I was starting to see that and I haven't but I have liked I mean, he's definitely lent into like big baby face energy for the Jay White match, and I enjoyed the constant peck popping of the the match with Tai Chi. So, dude, my wife was watching. Like, what are they doing? I was like, they're psyching each other out with their titties. <laughs> <laughs> She's, she was not. Yeah. She was not impressed. They actually. I, I'm. I'm being harsh because it's fun to be harsh to Sonata, but like him and Tai Chi actually are really good together. I think. Like they've got like a great she, chemistry. Uh, I love how self-aware tai chi is right now yeah. like he posted a picture of dr zayas from planet of the apes on his on his instagram because <laughs> like everyone's he's got that whaler beard back and it just makes him look like a monkey yeah yeah <laughs> my wife's like he looks like one of those like clapping monkeys you know the little toys yeah, that they yeah, have yeah. to have the symbols in their hands uh-huh. i love he's that he's self-aware the, about it he's one of these like annoying super handsome guys that's just like I can literally do anything with like my hair or my facial hair and it doesn't matter because I'm still ridiculously good looking even when like just this setup's a fucking joke like <laughs> Tai Chi could run like 10 miles or Tai Chi the Sonata could run like 10 miles finish the finish this run fall headfirst into a pile of horse shit and still come out looking fantastic. Oh yeah, he still this motherfucker. I, I was I opened my Instagram last night and was greeted by a picture of him in nothing but speedo, like a speedo and slides <laughs> on a beach with his ridiculous hair and beard and I'm like this gorgeous motherfucker. Get off my fucking this screen. Bastard. Why are you confronting me with this? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so he knows it. I guess shorts. I'm, but a, a bit of 
preemptive pants. I don't know. We'll see how we go. I wish you'd put some pants on in that <laughs> in my Instagram feed. That's what I wish. Um, do we need a third option? Is there just like a is there like a cargo pants like a capri or situation capri? or something? No, it's one or the other. No, nah. one or the other. Because yeah. everything on the internet has to be one or the other. Yeah, that's best it. movie ever to come out, or the worst movie ever to come out, the best album ever to come out, or the worst album ever to come out. So it's all gonna be pants or shorts, it's black or white. That's it. Um, tai Chi uh, has beaten Tomo and has lost to Sonata. How do you feel about Tai Chi so far? I just always love Tai Chi. So it can do no wrong in my eyes, except for the lack of opulence. That's it. Yeah, I was really because when he when he went for the Hakuho elbow against um, Sonata, I really thought that you know they were playing up Sonata's eye injury. Yes. I really thought that was going to be the end. Was he's going to hit him with one of those fucking Hakuho elbows and yeah. like just drop Sonata like a son of a bitch? That's sad. Anyway, so yeah, shorts there. Um, Great Okan has had one match. He's lost to Chase Owens. Motherfucker. It was a good I, match, though. I actually really liked it. it. Really I thought it, was, I thought really it was really good. I was like, there you are, killing it. Uh, it's not time to talk about him yet, but Chase is actually really impressed in this tournament, I think. And, yeah, I think uh, Chase immediately, like, fucking, you know, smoking him in the eyes, and, you know, they, they were telling a story. Chase is, like, doing just, southern wrestling at the moment he's just doing old yep. school shit and it, it's working it's something different um and yeah i i really enjoyed the match and i, I that can't wait to see what that, else I, I called it out on the g wondering but that spot where he went for a sunset flip and turned it into a buckle bomb bro yeah that was fantastic so excited about that uh so yeah great Ocon, he's got some good stuff coming up here i think um him and tai chi is going to be hilarious i can't wait to see it yeah um, so shorts there. Uh, Jay White, I mean, two for two, four points. Beaten Ishii, beaten Sonata. Uh, like, I don't know that you're going to have anyone actually beat Jay White in this block. I, th- In my my pickums, I was thinking about, like, what potential challenges there could be. I would like to see Tai Chi pick up a win against him, and I would like to see uh, Tama Tonga pick up a win against him. I don't know if that's going to happen now. I think you might not see him take a loss until the semi-final, uh, if not the final of the, of the fucking thing. You know, yeah. uh, he's he's looking real strong right now, and he's out there working, man. He's talking shit constantly, uh, and yeah, he's entertaining. Um, the issue that you have with like a guy like Sonata is that like it just takes a while for him to get into that like gear, you know, where things start to happen, and I'm not convinced he always gets there. So. Like when you have like the big, you know, long J periods of talking shit and working them down and doing all that, and then you have somebody like that that doesn't really come with the fire at the end. It doesn't quite hit the same way as certain other guys do, you know. Um, but I, I would say Jay White's is just like shorts in wrestling at the moment, so he can yep. he can yep. kind of do as no well. wrong. Yeah, I mean, you know, the Tajay shows and. You know, all the shit he's talking all the time, like, just never stops. It's, you know, always run your mouth. Always. Dude, Jay, you, you can't fuck with it. He is just untouchable right now. I love them. He's he's only wrestled for half this year in, in Japan, and he might already be wrestler of the year. Yeah. Like, untouchable. Like, he's had uh, so few matches, actually, in Japan. <laughs> it's been great. Yeah. yeah. It's wild. Yeah. 
Uh, so let's go on to Chase Owens. Chase Owens, one and one. He's lost to Tomatonga, but he beat Great Ocon in what we said like was really fun. Um, yeah, Chase has been Chase has been shorts. Yeah, he has been. It's been good. Uh, so I'm I'm actually kind of like looking forward to to what antics he's got planned next because he's so he's doing good work. Man. I think Chase and Jay is going to be really good. Chase and Taichi, yeah. I'm looking forward to. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ishii, I don't know if he's, if he's going to play along with some of Chase's uh, antics. Um, we'll see. That might be fun. And then S- Chase and Sonata is going to be one that I'm like, I'm going to keep a little bit wary of that yeah, one. Yeah, that's I don't a know. little bit concerning, that one. But the others all sound good, and I'm never normally super like excited for like a Chase match, so it's going to be good. I'm, I'm interested. Oh, I haven't I haven't seen this yet. I'm going to show it to you real time. Um uh-huh. It's Ishii and, and Tamatanga's uh, match. There's a great, there's a great picture here that I just want you to. Okay. See if I can see. Oh, it's just like the perfect knockout. <laughs> Ishii just smoking Tamatanga with an elbow, and uh, Tamatanga is like at a forty-five degree angle, yeah, just flat, leading tower, falling over. Type thing. That's awesome. You should put that on our social media, so people can see what we're talking about. Media. That's awesome. That's great. Uh, okay, C block. The that, that's a meme in the making that's like g wandering and my energy like <laughs> <laughs> night eight versus yeah. me yeah uh, ex- yeah that's exactly what it is. so c block we've got your girlfriend hiroshi tanahashi yeah baby beats naito loses to hanari sitting at two points right now how you feel about your girlfriend feel great i would like to see Tanahashi win the whole thing. I don't know if it's going to happen. It's definitely not going to happen, but I would love it. Anybody that listened to our G1 preview, best worst case, I turned Curtis uh, into believing it could be a possibility and agreeing that that would be the best case scenario for all of G1 is for Tanahashi to win. And I stand by that 100%. Yes. Short yes, time. you did. I the, when you said now he gets his chance to beat Jay in the dome, I was like, oh, God damn it! <laughs> um, <laughs> he's funny. he's still got some great matches coming up here. He's gonna I, like he and Zach have have great yeah, matches. Great. Uh, he and Kenta in a rematch of Wrestle Kingdom. Um, I'm I'm looking forward to some of the stuff he's got coming up here. It's going to be really fun. Yeah, I think he's so, um, shorts. Yeah, absolutely shorts. I'm not sure how many wins he's really got left, though, like, in here. Like, there'll be one, but he's got some losses to take yet, I think. If if those losses come in service to someone like Zach getting getting a, a bit of a rub, I'm into it. Yeah. If if he just drops to Goto and one of Goto's, like, three wins, two wins that he's going to get this tournament, it's going to be kind of iffy. Goto would piss me off. Kenta and Zach would be understandable. So we've got, next up, Hiroki Goto, speaking of, four points. He's beaten Naito. He's beaten Hanari. I was really pulling for uh, Hanari against Goto. I thought maybe that might be the next the next win that he's able to get in that block. 100%, yeah. Because, uh, I, I mean, like, I can't... He's got... His match against Kenta is coming up late in the tournament. He's got another late... Uh, not so late, but a, a little bit later against Evil... Uh, what else has he got? He's got one coming up against Tetsuya Naito that I can't see him winning because I think Naito's going to be on his tear by then. So 
I don't know. I don't, I don't see a lot more wins coming for Hanare. And I really thought that Goto would be the next one that he'd be able to rack up. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see who's going to be next. Um, him. Cause I feel like he's got to have another win, right? I feel like he's got to, have he's a got win. to, Who, who's he got left again? He's, he's got quite a few, let's, we'll get to him in a second. We're okay. talking about yeah. Goto right oh, now. Oh yeah. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. Pants. Uh, nah. I mean, he's actually been pretty good. It's just, uh, I, I think we talked about it best in like the G1 preview where just like Goto isn't going to win. We've sort of seen his ceiling. And so there's just like a, a malaise that comes like when you talk about like a Goto because you're like, it's not going to lead anywhere. So, it, and, uh, but yeah. he has delivered good matches though. Uh, next up, we've got Naito. Naito's zero and two, which means everyone's convinced he's winning. So, yeah. I'm just going to point out Kenta's zero and two as well. So Kenta could definitely go and win this whole thing. Just going to so, put that out there. Um, so yeah, Naito's zero and two. He's lost to Tanahashi. And he's lost to Goto. He's still got Zach, Hanare, Kenta, and Evil to come, and um. I mean, like everyone's pretty much expecting him to run that gamut, right? They're gonna, he's gonna fucking run the table there. Yeah, absolutely. Like you would think so. And if not, there'll be like some G one maths, some crazy G one maths to get him into that semifinal. <laughs> I mean, I guess his his next match coming up is on Sunday against Evil, which I think is one of yours. So you're the one who's been asking for that match again because you weren't tired enough of it in fucking 2020. <laughs> I don't even remember it. You don't, they fought like six times in 2020. I'm not sure I remember that's how it was going. God, it was painful, bro. It was painful. (laughs) And I didn't ask for it. I said, is there a way they can re-spice that up? And I said, is New Japan done with that? Was what I said. Because I feel like they maybe had like bigger plans for it, but they weren't really able to capitalize because of like the pandemic and, you know, and crowds and stuff. So maybe they see more legs in that feud. And evil was different than evil. Well, no evil was the same, but it was house of torture was still new and everyone fucking hated it. So. Yeah, exactly. Like now, like people kind of get house of torture a bit more and they've been a bit more creative and been doing. So I think it could be good. The, his Tanahashi match was good. His Goto match was good. So far he's been default shorts. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. By the time it's done. Uh, so we've got next up Zack Sabre Jr. Two for two. He's beaten Hanare. He's beaten Kenta. Uh, he's got four points. He's sitting atop of the block with a, with Hiroki Goto. Yeah, right. <laughs> G one block leader Hiroki Goto. Yeah. Um. So yeah, he's uh he's got evil coming up. He's got uh Goto Tanahashi and Naito left to go. Zack and Naito is going to be a lot of fun. It always is. Zack and Tanahashi is always fun. Um, I wonder what Zack and Evil are going to be able to do. Uh, yeah, whenever, like, House of Torture try and out-cheat Suzuki good, it doesn't tend to really work out for him. So I wouldn't no, be surprised if Zack wins this. that, like, if he's just better at it than them. He'll have a, he'll have one of those mining helmets with the light on it. Yeah, So yeah. When, the, when the lights go out, yeah. He's, he's he'll have everybody in a fucking lock at the same time. It'll be like, he's got fucking... <laughs> Evil in a stretch octopus, and he's got an ankle lock on fucking show, and the dick toe goes in a choke, and like he just wraps everybody up at the same time. I would 
pay full, I would pay good fucking hard-earned money for that. I will give Zach, I will give you if you're listening, and I know you are, I will give you a crisp, clean five-pound note if you would have fucking put the entire house of torture in one lock. I could almost guarantee I, I would say it's a lock that that's gonna happen. So let's hope. And then when you next go to a show that he is at in the UK, you will give him a clean five pound note. And you'll be like, you know crisp, what this is five for. Pound note. You know what it's yeah. for. I'm going to hand it to him it's along like, with like a, a, a vegan stuff? chocolate bar. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, you've earned it, buddy. You've done it. You've earned it. Exactly. Love Zach. Uh, Aaron, Aaron Hanare beat Tanahashi, lost to Goto, lost to Zach. Um, still all pretty good. Like, he's had three it's for three great. fucking great matches, man. It is. He's really uh, getting across what he's become. I mean, I started talking about it and then we decided to change the format of the show mid rant, but, uh, like, yeah, the, the, the body shots and like the high impact moves and, and like the, the new finisher and all these things have just led to like great matches from him. Uh, the psychology behind them has been awesome. Like when people try and bang with him, they, they get it back in spades I I th- and I, I said it. I think he's got like another another big win at least coming his way. I love it. I, I'm his match with Zach was so good. Like you asked for it and you got it. Like you wanted Hanari like breaking, like using brute force to break holds and things like yeah. that that he was in. Really looked. It was good. perfect. Like, like they were so good together. Like it was really perfect. But then Tanahashi was fucking so good as well. Um. And then also the Goto match was really good. Like, like he's had three for three really compelling matches. But he's yeah, been definitely. awesome. He's been awesome. And, like, he's waited six years for this, and I think it's been, been worth the wait because people are going to look at him very differently after this tournament, you know. He's kind of, unfortunately, been sort of like the pin eater for United Empire prior to this. You can't finish this tournament with the way he's been doing it and go, okay, he's like the United Empire loser now. You know, yeah. like, you can't. Bring in somebody else. Can we, get a young boy. Can we something. say, yeah. at this point in the tournament, Hanare might be my MVP. I'm with you. Yeah, I've really enjoyed it because he's been he's been surprising and he's been different and he's living up to his potential. You know, I, I, would, I would say so too. I've really enjoyed his matches. So, yeah, Aaron Hanare. Boom. Boom. G1 MVP so far. Yeah. Uh, shorts. Shortest of shorts. Shortest. Might might be tidy whities for shorts. <laughs> so short. Um, Kenta. Kenta has two losses. One to Zach, one to Evil. That Evil match did not disappoint. Lived up to every <laughs> bit of hype that so I, I had thought it was going to. I was like, yeah. fucking, here we go. Gold star fucking nonsense is coming up. And it did. Yeah. And I was very excited. Kent is so funny, man. <laughs> so good. So I, I just I, I can't say enough about that match. Like you you may not want you want the serious puro. You don't yeah. want any yuck yucks in your puro. Whatever, man. Fuck that. That was great. Yeah. That was the best Toriano match all year. Yeah, exactly. He's it, it, definitely in the tournament as well. <laughs> uh his match with Zach was really good. Normally is. Um I it's. I'm wondering how many of these G1s we've got left with Kenta. I don't know if he's going to be nah. next year. You know, I don't know if like people are talking about Ishii might be out done with G1s pretty soon. I think Kenta. I'm surprised he made it to this one. Yeah, he's 
physically pretty damn beat up, eh? Yeah. And it's really sad to see because that's someone who I fucking love. Like the first time I saw Kendall was like 2009, maybe. And I was just in love with the guy. And I've I followed him everywhere, you know, through the the darkest days of NXT, you know, to to today. I love the guy to death and I want him to do good. And um yeah, I I I I'm sad if he if it if this is the last G one, um I'll always remember the nonsense match. And that's fun. <laughs> exactly. Um, he's been talking his ass off, man. Like, you know, he's he knows that like physically he's he's breaking down, but he's doing everything he can to be entertaining to make people invested in him, and it's good to see. Yeah, his um the way that he keeps working in to sell his book is great. All of his backstage comments, like he's just like, no, no, I'm not going to sell my book. I'm not going to sell my book. And then he'll find a way to work it in that that's his book. (laughs) Like he did with the whole match, like giving, giving a copy of his book to Dick Togo. Yeah. yeah. Oh God. Gives it to evil and shit. And then like at the end, like even after they cheated, like Dick was like thanking him for it and shit. Thank you. Thank you for the book. Thank you. Um, No, no, no. Bullet club is fine. Bullet club is fine. Don't worry about it. I think we might see not as much of that in the Tanahashi match. I think we're going to see like him looking for vengeance from Wrestle Kingdom, though. I think it'll be a bit more yeah. serious kind of work rate sort of match for that one. Definitely. Um, I'm wondering what he's going to do with Hanare. I think he's going to be able to have a good speed, a good match with Hanare, uh, that they're at the same speed where, like, they're really upping or bigging up um, Hanare's striking, and yeah. Kenta is one of the best strikers in wrestling history. So, like, they're gonna they're gonna fucking do something special there. I think. Do you think Hanare will beat Kenta? Yes, I do. I would I really. Do. I would like to see it, and I I would kind of be thinking, like a passing the torch almost of like the most dominant strikers in New Japan, like. Well, I mean, if you look at the most dominant strikers in New Japan right now, uh, I mean, Ibushi doesn't count because he's he's not around, and he may never be around again. Uh-huh. You've got Kenta and who? You know, Kenta. I'm thinking of G1 participants right now because you could say Hiromu. Hiromu's got heavy hands. Um, That's not really what he's known it? for. You know what I mean? Like, I, I would say that, Hanare's going a long way in these three matches of staking his claim as like the heaviest striker in New Japan. And as he's physically changing some... his body, he's still putting on more size and stuff like that. He's seen a lane and he's gone, I'm going fucking straight for this. Will's got heavy fucking hands. Will can lay a chop. Um Suzuki. Like, but like I'm thinking G one level. Yeah, Hanare. Like, if 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 they pass the torch from Kenta to Hanare, Hanare, that could be a thing. You know, Hanare could really be like, kicks and punches is my jam now. Yeah, look at what I just did to the best striker in in G one or in the G one tournament. Yeah. I mean, the know? dude hits the ring and looking swag in a cloak just as a fucking spin kick on the spot. <laughs> like, yeah, it's go to move, man. We Hanare really is our MVP. So yeah, dude, he's we, the fucking man. Talk about that or not? Um. So Evil, Evil's had one match total where he beat Kenta. Uh-huh. Uh, he's got everyone else in the block left to go. Where, where do you see Evil ending up here? How, how many matches has he got left to go? Five. Oh, he's gonna he's, got, he's gonna win some matches, eh? He's got Tanahashi, Goto, Naito, Zack, and Hinare left to go. Yeah, 
he's by hook or by crook, he's going to start taking some wins and some wins well, that, like that said, he shouldn't have. Like, yeah, know, they, like, they they said specifically, like you know, we have a plan. So, yeah, I think I think you're going to see him finish really high in this block. He might win the block. He could he could he definitely could. This they is why might, I love this though. There's so many potential winners in each block. Yeah, they might like screw the Naito fans a little bit harder. Because yeah. like Naito's like, this is my last chance to make it to Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, yeah, like they might, they might put the knife in. Well, they they might. Um, Josh from WeWork Stiff uh, laid out like sort of his kind of idea for booking it on their last episode, uh, which was essentially just booking it with the top four. You know what I mean? Like uh, Naito, Os- Osprey, Jay White, and Okada in the top four. I feel like that's the most likely scenario, but it would be really cool if they reshuffled that deck. It would be. It would be. Um, let's go move on to the D block. So the D block, uh, I think we're going to take a little bit of a victory lap on because we called it like, you know, we said that the A block is, of course, the monster block and the B block is the storyteller block and the C block is the superstar block. And we said, what is the D block? And we said, D block is going to be where the five stars are going to come from. D block is going to be the work rate block. And it has been. The best matches of this tournament have come out of the D block, like hands down. So let's start with Yoshihashi. He's the only one that's sitting at zero points. He took a loss to Shingo in what I thought was probably going to be my match of the tournament for a long time. I loved that match. Uh, so he's still got Finley, Osprey, Juice, Phantasmo, and Huge to go. How are you feeling about Yoshihashi? Look, I'm glad I've got a got a chance to talk about Yoshihashi because I listened to your episode where you talked about him and you were like, he's you know, no fucks, Yoshihashi coming around, looking confident. I don't think he looks confident at all. I think he really looks fucking screwed in everything he does. If you, I, I don't get me wrong, I think it was a really good match. But that motherfucker, you watch him. You go back and watch that match. He never looks directly into the camera one time. Like, if the camera comes towards his face, he, like, his eyes dart away from it. Like, he cannot make eye contact with his audience. And as a result, he looks like a scared, shifty boy in, like, <laughs> in like everything he does. And that, I, I realized when watching that match, I'm like, that's what it is. That's what makes him look nervous and scared he doesn't like to look at the camera. And so he always, whenever it comes up to him or anything like that, he always does this. Or like, you know, his eyes go away from it and stuff like that. And the same as when you speak to another human being and you don't make eye contact, it makes you look weird, you know? Because <laughs> like, you're just like, why are you looking at me, man? Like, you know what I mean? And so that, I think, is where he's going wrong. I feel like somebody in New Japan needs to pull him aside and give him some camera training and be like, Direct your attention at the camera. When you see it there, look at it. Like Shingo being like, and now we're fucking doing it. You know what I mean? Like when he points at the camera mm-hmm. and shit, he's like, let's go. And like, you know, all that kind of stuff. That That's the difference. I do think it was a really good match. I think he showed a lot of fire, but that match could have been taken to like 11 if he began like staring at the camera and screaming at connecting. it and like connecting with his audience. That's the... For me, that's the piece of the puzzle that's missing for him. All right. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I mean, that him sauntering out, you know, with his with his uh, new jacket and stuff like that, that might have been... Was that, that might a have been new a, a jacket? Bravado. No, it's not a new jacket. Sorry. 
It's I, not. I'm but pretty him, sure him that's looks, an old chair. <laughs> that, that swagger that he's got going might be. Uh, it might have been fake, you know, because yeah. it looked well. He when he was walking out, dude, he looked like he was ready. Maybe, maybe, he, maybe he did. Maybe he did look a little, a little bit better. But yeah, he's not there yet. He's he's on the road. I I swear though, if he was to start like making that eye contact, you would you would notice it. And I don't. I I had been trying to figure out what it was that I couldn't place with him, and I th- I think that's really it. I think it's like eye contact with the camera. It's his biggest hurdle right. to overcome. Well, he's got some Markets, he's got some good words. stuff coming up. He's got Finley, Osprey Juice, and Phantasmo still to come, and Yujiro. But you know, we'll see how that works. That was a, it. Was um, a killer match, though, man. You said it best. You were like, Shingo didn't beat Yoshihashi. He survived Yoshihashi, and that's that's a massive feather in his cap, regardless. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Like Yoshihashi can have great matches against these guys. Like his match with Evil. I think it was last year. Was it last year or two years ago? Uh-huh. Had a fantastic match with Evil in the G1. And um, yeah, I, I mean, he can he can show out when he wants to. So let's hope that he can keep that up because yeah. like if he can have bring that sort of energy against Finley or against Osprey um, or against Phantasmo, like those might be ones that people can keep talking about. And the more that they talk about Yoshihashi achieving might be better for his confidence. Absolutely. 100%. Although he's you know been he's been back for what fucking ten years, so I don't know why I don't know why we're talking about rebuilding his confidence. Yeah, I know, right? He's like, <laughs> but you know, hey, some people will pick this stuff up slower than others. Yeah. Uh, so next up, let's talk about David Finley. Ooh boy. Okay, so he lost to Yujiro. He lost to Huge Huge, but he beat Juice in what some people are saying is the match of the tournament so far. I mean, it was really like, good. And I mean, even huge, was... it's not like he lost like super clean. There was all sorts of bullshit going on, you know, to think yeah. uh, to to fuck him over. So he still is looking really strong. And yeah, that was killer match. It was really a display of what Juice's ceiling is like as a heel and, and Finlay's is as a baby face. Like I think that they... They both were, were awesome together. I'm sure they'd been thinking about that match for a long time, and it showed. Uh, and then at the end, him, a, the, the spot with the shillelagh was cool, which is not a sentence I thought I would ever say. Uh, <laughs> and the and then him picking up the belt. I was surprised that he picked up the belt and was like, this isn't yours, but it's mine now. And then, like, Osprey, come get it from me. I was like, that's... That's fucking That's balls. big dog energy. That's awesome. Like, cause I just thought yeah. he'd leave it there with Juice. I was like, Juice probably won't take any losses until Osprey beats him and takes the belt back. You know, was what I was thinking would happen. But then, like, hot potatoing it around is really interesting. Yeah. So I mean, along the way, so he's uh, let's see, four or five days away from taking on Osprey on the second of August. He's got Shingo on Saturday. And Phantasmo on the tenth. That's all he's got left. Oh, I'm sorry, he's got one with Yoshihashi as well. Yeah. Um. Could, I mean, could we see like someone like maybe Shingo take the belt from from Finley and be like, "No, Osprey, come get it from me." And then maybe, <laughs> maybe I was around. almost thinking like, so who's Finley got between him and Osprey? Just Shingo. Uh, just Shingo. Yeah. Shingo. Wait, when is his match with Yoshihashi? 
on the 14th. Yes, it's just just Shingo. Just Shingo. But then Shingo's next match is against Will. So I don't think that's going to be a thing. Nah. I think, wow, we might see Finlay beat Shingo. Either that oh, or Shingo shit. may not give a fuck about it. Uh, but yeah, I think we might see... This is how I, w- I would lay it out. I would have... Fuck, this is crazy to say. Finlay um, beat Shingo. Then he versus Will. Will beats him, takes back the belt. And then on the last night, Juice beats Osprey and then takes it back again. And takes leading, the belt back. And comes full circle, and then it's got to lead to the inevitable match, right? Like, that's what I it is. I think you just called it. Yeah. And Shingo's loss to Finlay is maybe one of the only he takes in the tournament, and then he maybe wins the block because he beat Osprey, and then they're tied. You know what I mean? And then, so... Shingo beats ELP on the last night. Osprey loses to Juice, and then the wins are basically identical. But because Shingo beat Osprey, he goes through into the the finals. Huh? That could be a thing. Oh that's, man, that's how I'm picturing it right now. Can okay, so <clears throat> I'm going to take a victory lap. You see this? <laughs> that's me running, taking my victory lap about David Finley. Now. That's me already overtaking you because I said it from the start before you even fucking were talking about it. Horse I said puppy. it in the G1. Horse I just passed you. Face palm you to the side. You just careen into bushes. And I... <laughs> dun, 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 um, dun, dun. That's me. Yeah. I don't like that you just did that. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, David Finley, like. A huge baby face energy. So I was thinking maybe that they would have him like with Shillelagh and stuff like that. He might like join House of Torture would be a really cool place for him to, you know, be a, a secondary competitor in the House After of Torture. After the first match and also when he started rocking the Shillelagh, I was also thinking we would maybe be seeing a heel kind of run from him down the road. Yeah, but I don't think he needs to. Mm-hmm. I think this is what got me thinking of like we could talk about. I I had an idea of what we were going to do if we couldn't find anything to talk about after we were done talking about the G1. Instead, we started talking about, you know, mental health and stuff yeah, like that. So we probably, we'll, on we'll keep that. We'll keep that on the back burner. Keep it but where do you see Finley fitting in? Is he going to, is he going to like join chaos? Is he going to stay with, um, is he going to stay with Hontai? Is he, I mean, could, could he fit in in something like LIJ, even though he doesn't have that tie to Naito? Like, what do you think? Where do you see Finley fitting in from here on out with his with his like super baby face energy? Like it's maybe just Hontai, right? Like at least for a while. I don't I don't see him necessarily needing to jump over to like a chaos immediately. Like or, I mean, chaos and Hontai are basically the same thing anyway, so like what's it matter? Like Well that's the what I was gonna say is how do we fix chaos? You know? Oh yeah, then and, he definitely joins chaos then if that's the case. If we if we could, if, if we can they're going to make a concerted effort to make chaos a real faction. Then yes, they absolutely should. Yeah. They should have like chaos versus like house of torture or something like mm-hmm. that, where they could feud with a big bad guy. Yes. And, and then, ha- you know, have Okada restructure chaos and just ditch some of the, the fat, you yes. know, and like, you know, bring back Alex Zane, have Alex Zane versus chaos, you know, or have Alex Zane join Chaos. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Alex Zane, have... Robbie Eagles, Okada, 
David Finlay, um, Goto Ishii, Yoshihashi, I guess. And then, you know, you can. I mean, even if you don't, if even if you don't have Goto and Yoshihashi, like if you just restructure chaos to be like six or seven dudes, like a like an Lij or like a United Empire, where it's just like a few dudes and like ditch the rest. Because you could do it without like kicking them out, you know, Bullet Club style. They could just be like there's an angle and it ends up with like a group of them in the ring, and then Okada just declares them the new chaos the, and then the that would chaos. just be it, you know, like. Yeah. Is Kushida that, in that, that would, group? Uh, yeah, I'd want, so we'd have Kushida and Alex Zane, Robbie. That's fucking, oh my God, sick. Okay. Yeah, Alex Zane. <laughs> Already. Would, Alex Zane, I guess, becomes a, a heavy at that point. Probably. Yeah, I could see that. Or he could switch between like, like never level stuff. Yeah. It'd be really cool. Uh, Finley for their like US title picture. You could have uh, Goto and Ishii for the tag team title picture. You could have, um, of course, you you have Okada leading from the front, and then you'd have like Finley in the US title picture. Is Tanahashi in the new chaos? Oh, that'd be so cool, wouldn't it? But no, 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 because because Hontai needs a leader. If if but what if Hontai isn't even. So, yeah, I guess that is the question, like, would you restructure Tanahashi into chaos? Like, is Hontai even a thing and does it even matter? You know what I mean? I guess it's just sort of weird. Like, it's not even a faction, really. It's just a loose grouping of people that don't have a faction. So, I mean, I don't think it would matter uh, at all. And you could just... I think if... If you still had Ibushi around and Ibushi could be that role of like the dude in the Hontai faction, then yeah. I, I guess you sort of, you need a dude, right? Because then you can have that dude tag team with the, you know, the Hontai guys to have a reason to be in multi-man tags and stuff. That's the issue. Yeah. And I think, I think eventually Yuya will be that guy. I think Yuya is going to be the next Tanahashi level guy. Um, for Hontai, I don't think he's. I don't think he's got the edge for chaos. Like I think Shooter has the edge for chaos. Yeah, but I don't think that Yuya has that edge. Uh-huh. I mean, like edge for chaos, like for the new chaos that we're building in yeah. our brains. Yeah, can you say that bit again? The weirdest fucking static spike just came through that pierced through my ears, and I think uh, we'll have to cut it out because listeners will hate it. Okay, I. So I think eventually you'll have Yuya come back and Yuya will be the, that Tanahashi level guy in, in Hantai. I don't think that he has the edge for this new chaos that we're building. I think someone like Shooter who has that Tanahashi level charisma will eventually join like a chaos and have like that sort of um, edge that we're looking for, for the new chaos. But I don't think Yuya has it. I think Yuya is too, he's too much of a sweet baby. Okay. You know, and I think that he'll be he'll be the Tanahashi level guy in Hantai eventually, but they won't have anyone if Tanahashi leaves and officially joins this new chaos. Yeah, then it would just be like it just loses tagging together, basically. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, I, I, it's long way of saying that. Yes, I think that Finlay could join Chaos, and if you wanted to start to add a bit of edge to them and and things like that and make sure they had members to like be a threat. 
maybe it's Bullet Club, like you said, you know, there's Jay and there's ELP and there's Juice and stuff, and Okada needs to make sure his numbers are there. You could see him joining uh, forces with Finley and Tama Tonga and, yeah, we didn't even say him, but yeah, Tama. Yeah, Tama would be great. Tama would be great in the new the new chaos. Yeah, exactly. Bring yeah, attitude um, to it. And I mean, right now Okada's feuding with with Jay White anyway. So yeah. like, do it. Yeah. Pull the trigger. Make chaos a fucking thing again. Just do it. Uh, I next would up, Shingo. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. I was Go gonna say, I would want chaos to be five members. I think the way Five. I do it yeah one for each letter of chaos would be cool and then you have him like a, I think I painted the picture for you before where he like unveils the new chaos and then they're at the top of the stage and it's got like the, the different screens like C H A R S, and they're like in a line and it's just like and we're here to stop you or whatever and it, and it, they're like what's this new faction what's going on it just goes and it's just like chaos and you're like oh shit it's chaos reborn kind of thing that'd be sick yeah Five members isn't enough, dude, because I've got three, like, Okada and three fucking juniors. Well, two juniors and a... Yeah. No, maybe Kushida would be a... Maybe Kushida would be a Hantai. Got to be, really be a fucking a SWAT team. Yeah, yeah I think you're right. Oh, uh, yeah. You can, maybe you can maybe six. Up. Maybe maybe Okada and five dudes. <laughs> I just heard that pun go, roar! <laughs> yeah, he's... He's snoring like a fucking chainsaw. This episode's absolutely fucked. Like, all the, the noises and shit we've had going on. He's on. Sorry Frankie. about that. That's so funny. Leave it in, who cares? That people are just going to have to deal with the pug snoring. Yeah. This is, this is a pro this pug is the This is the reality that we deal with. It's totally fine. Yeah. It was just so funny because it was like the perfect pause, and then he just chimed in like, <laughs> that's how exciting our fantasy booking was it just literally sent he doesn't him to sleep. like he's an lij pug yeah he doesn't so. give a fuck anyway yeah, he doesn't give a shit god damn it let's who's the next person we're talking about let's abandon this line of conversation for now <laughs> fuck it's doomed uh shingo shingo's the next guy okay, so he's yeah. lost the juice yeah. and he's beaten yoshihashi he's got osprey on eight six i am fucking ready for another osprey shingo singles match buddy uh-huh. i forgot um, that he to juice ah, that kind of fucks up my fancy booking on it a little bit but yeah i think he's got all wins left for the tournament i guess you think he's going to beat will and yeah and that mass would kind of work out then so if he lost to juice and then doesn't take another loss then will loses to finley and then loses to juice so that's that shingo win yeah i think you're right Okay, so shorts on his uh, tournament so far, shorts on what he's got remaining. Yeah. Um, next up, Will. Will sitting at four points. He's beaten Yujiro. He's beaten El Phantasmo. El Phantasmo versus Will was fucking it. It was cool, was dope. man. It was so good. It was like, it's like 10 a.m. there. Where are you still yelling? I know. <laughs> oh, I'm going through it today. I'm so sorry, listeners. I'm just fucking, I'm just fucked up. I'm just fucked up. We're almost there, buddy. We're almost yeah, there. We can do it. Uh, Will, yeah, so Will's got, he's got Juice left. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. He's got Shingo left, of course. I'm excited about that. I wonder what he's going to be able to do with Finley now that Finley has the belt back. Hmm. So, or will uh, will he get the belt back from Finley is what I mean. Yeah. It's 3 a.m. here. Actually, um, yeah, yeah, you're right. What am I talking about? Will will beat Finley. 
and take the belt back from him. And then I think Juice takes it back from him again. Yeah, that's what I'm going for. That's what I'm booking. Yeah. I, I think you've called that. I think you've called that shot. Um, yeah, Will's had a pretty short tournament so far, and he's got some good storyline stuff coming up. Um, next up, Juice. Uh, so Juice has a good but not great showing against Shingo. Uh, no, it was a it was a very very good match until the the flat ending. Yeah. Uh, but a flat ending doesn't ruin a match. No. Uh, and then he had the fucking match of the tournament against David Finley. Um. Yeah, that was. I can't, is, I can't hate it. Juice was great in that match because he was like the ultimate bad guy, like the kind who's like relishing his like uh, inflicting punishment on his enemies. But then the moment it goes against him, he's an utter coward. He's like, "No, please, please!" Like he's like begging off and I'm like sorry, just getting. Baby. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like just perfect villain. And then yeah, like the arguing with the ref, like but almost like whinging. Like, the ref, like, you know, counts two, and he's like, that was three! Like, he's, like, pleading with him, and then when when uh, when Red Shoes goes down, he sees the belt, you see, the, like, the look of glee in his face, and then he kind of scrambles towards the camera, and he grabs up the belt, and he misses, but then fucking Finley comes back, and he just cracks the belt so hard, like, Juice blocks it, and then wastes him mercilessly. It was, like, a really fun ending, and then, yeah, it's... When he picked him back up, the crowd went sick. Oh my God. They, there were, at, I think there was four audible pops. Like yeah. normally you can I didn't know who was going to get... win like the whole time. Like, and then when he picked him up, I was like, oh, and now you're going to lose. And then when he did win, I was ah! like, ah, it was like crazy. Getting, getting not just, not just the Japan crowd, yeah. a Tokyo crowd in Corrigan, the, the ones who are the strictest yeah. to, to audibly pop what? Four, three, four, five times, maybe. Yeah, awesome. It was so killer. good. It was killer. Yeah, so good. that was that was a great. I mean, we said that the the B block was a storyteller block, but that was a story right there. Yeah, so, exactly right. I think um, there's, uh, juice, there's better things uh, to come from Juice as well. Fucking shorts. Juice has been so good. Yeah. Um, El Fantasmo, your friend, my hero, El Fantasmo. How are we feeling about his tournament? He lost to Will, and then had a fucking great showing against Yujiro. Yeah. I, I feel I feel great about El Fantasma. I can't wait to. He's like the much must watch, you know, wrestler of this tournament. Like you can't miss an ALP match. Yeah, he's he's tied for second in the block, but he's number one in our hearts, dude. He's he's been so much fun. That that El Fantasma uh, meme has done some numbers for us. <laughs> it has done some numbers, hasn't it? It was so funny. I still like there'll still be like retweets like every day, like people. <laughs> on it and retweeting it you know it's it's well, whatever that, the heart hope and that minds. leads to yeah. hope that leads to new listeners who are going to listen to this and be like what the fuck <laughs> why am i listening to this nonsense yeah exactly like uh, i thought i was coming to like a funny podcast not a tired podcast um we've got up like 70 followers since we did it so <laughs> there is the- shit yeah welcome to the shit show boys <laughs> exactly Go back and listen to the prequel episode for G1. We were we were firing then. We hadn't done like, you know, seven episodes of G1 during reviews between now and then. Oh, and still like fucking 13 more. The thing, the thing to remind people about doing the G1 during is that we need to watch every G1 heat and then we need to do a review anytime in our lives. Like doing this now, like we kind of schedule it for a day that works for us. Like, you know, it's my day off and, you know, it's in the late evening for Curtis 
and we kind of like we'll have a chat and it's like a bit of fun and stuff. We're we're recording those G one episodes midweek, like when they happen. Yep. Like you know, I'm getting up at five in the morning and recording them and things like that. It takes its toll on you. It really does. Like I've got to I've got to be like, okay, sorry, Donna, my beautiful wife Donna. She's so understanding. I'm like we got to sit down and watch this. She's like, oh, I was trying to watch my so-called life. I'm like, I'm sorry. We're going to watch the G1 right now. Yeah. And she's like, okay, no big deal. Then we watch the G1. And I'm like, now you've got to go upstairs and take the dog with you. Cause I'm going to do a 20 minute record here. by myself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just will wait till the next morning. But yeah, Amy's been like, so we've got to watch wrestling again tonight because it was like, you know, two in a row, whatever. I'm like, I'm very sorry. We will watch beauty and the geek after this. <laughs> <laughs> here's here's to having understanding wives who yeah, know that we cool. have uh a love of silly japanese wrestling and um and and them yeah. uh, i mean it can't be that bad if we love them we must have some sort of taste right absolutely we've got great taste and amy like likes new japan pro wrestling you know we travel and watch it and she definitely enjoys it and she's part of our you know pickums contest and all those things it's just like she likes to watch it when we like plan to watch it, not nearly every day of the fucking week. <laughs> you yeah. know, like after a long day's work, sometimes you just want to cook some food and watch whatever stupid reality and then it's bedtime kind of thing. Not uh oh, we've got to sit through four blocks of <laughs> G one matches. <laughs> the next hour is going to be G one matches. Yeah. I'm sorry, babe. Exactly. You can go lay down now if you want to. Not my uh yeah, my wife, she recognizes she likes a few of the wrestlers. Like she recognizes Hiromu. She loves Zach and she loves Great Ocon. Those those are like her boys right there. So uh, she also likes Naito. She recognizes Naito, says he's okay. She recognizes Hiromu. She likes his style. Yeah. She loves Great Ocon. She loves her some Zach Saber Jr. Oh, there you go. It's fine. On those um, lines, you're safe then. Yeah. So uh, Yujiro Takahashi is the last guy we got to talk about. His tournament's halfway over. He beat Finley, lost to Osprey, lost to Phantasmo. Um, do you see him getting another another win here at all? Like, um, is he going to beat like a Yoshi Hashi? Is he going to beat Shingo or Juice? Maybe. Look, he could throw a, a spanner in the wrench somewhere. I'm not. I'm not enough that I would book it in. You know what I mean? Like, but mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, you just been what he what he's been. I was kind of disappointed to see Peter come back to him. To be honest, I was kind of like I liked. <laughs> Sad, huge walking out, and I was interested to see, you know, what El Phantasmo would do, you know, with a with a valet and with that entire thing. So, well, I mean, that's unfortunately that's how women, uh, you know, some women are. They'll go back to someone who doesn't treat them as well as like an El Phantasmo. Yeah. Uh, is it's a it's a big problem uh, for for women, especially. Um, no, I'm getting way too. <laughs> Where are we going with this? let's not let's so, not talk it's a big about problem like, with ladies of the night which i guess I'm just like, peter is i, I was gonna know. get talking about human trafficking and shit let's not go there <laughs> it's going Never dark mind. let's let's not do it at all either way it was a funny spot at the end of the night um yeah i i think don't, I don't care think that, I don't know. <laughs> she's she's bullet club she is bullet club and she's not house of torture house of torture yujiro is different from big pimp into yujiro that is true you know that is true exactly that's why i thought she maybe stick with them but yeah, either way, I uh, don't... piece too cool for that. She can't be tied down. <laughs> well, that is... Get out of here. He can't be, he can't be tied down. Uh, and also, I suppose, I think they're slowly building 
like the eventual face turn of a, uh, a an El Fantasmo, and you can't be a face when you've got a hoe with you, I guess. Or can you? Actually, the I Godfather mean, like, would beg beg to differ. The Godfather would beg to differ, and I beg to differ. Personally, I think I think if he if if he's got uh, someone who voluntarily comes out with him, uh, even if she is a sex worker, sex work is work. So as long as he, what you're saying is, as long as he's not putting her on the stroll, then it's fine. Uh, if if she's voluntarily doing this to earn her living, all the power sex in the work world to her, all more the power, power to her. If he's like yeah. keeping his pimp hand strong and forcing her to do this against his will, uh, her will, exactly. then we're not for it. Exactly. This this podcast exactly. is lost. I feel like we need to delete it and not. Just really. <laughs> All right, you want to start over? <laughs> no, I don't want to start over. I'm so tired. All right, <laughs> let's wrap this up. We've even fucking dropped the rating system again. We've forgotten. Everybody gets the I general vibe. Fuck, uh, you just pants. I don't care. Who else we got? Or is that is that the end? <laughs> That's that is the end. What's been the most shorts block for you? The most shorts block for me. Fuck, even though we're just ragging on him, probably this one. You know, like, yeah, probably still totally. D block because even the huge match, like with ELP and stuff, was fun. You know, I think the A block is going to get a lot better once they get more reps in. Yeah. Uh-huh. So. That, that'll be fun. But I think, yeah, D-Block's where it's at. Yeah, I think some of the best matches in A-Block are to come. <clears throat> Definitely. So, all right. Well, there's there's our G1 coverage so far, so. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> what is <that? laughs> It is 3.15 a.m. for me. It yeah, I know. And I, I, I'm, I'm carrying on. It's been a week. What yeah, can I you, tell you? I mean, you got up early to take your lovely wife to work. So, I yeah. mean. But even then, it. it's it's just uh, my everyday life at the moment is exhausting. <laughs> oh, shit. Rafe, tell them where they can find you. Probably. Actually, no, I'm not going to tell them where they can find me because before we do that, I want to get pumped. I don't want to leave people on this exhausted thing. I want to talk about fucking boom. Big Music horn City energy Mayhem. in the Windy City. Is that what it's called? Music Music City Mayhem. He's, actually, I heard he was injured. He's still on this show, isn't I he? N- I don't think he is, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, my God. Delete the episode. Oh. <laughs> Clark Connors isn't on this show. Why am I even fucking watching it? Oh, no. Um, I know exactly why you're watching it. I know oh, what match, match you're watching Despy here. Saving me. Deathmatch Despy plus FTR and Alex Zane versus... Aussie Open and TJP. Oh, yeah, that's sick. So you're bringing me back. Tell me more. What else we got? Okay, okay. Kushida versus Alex Shelley. Yeah, that's good. Okay, okay. Hiromu versus Blake Christian. Blake Christian's fucking new heel Blake Christian. Oh, bad boy Blake Christian. Dig it. Uh, Rocky Romero versus Davey Richards from the Wolves. Okay. We've got a really good uh, Young Lions match as well. Uh, well, Fred Yehai is not a Young Lion, but he's fucking awesome. Fred Yehai, Yuya, and Shota versus the DKC, Kevin Knight, and Ren Ren. What do you think of that one? That'll be good. Yeah, this is going to be a fun show. This is going to be a fun show. I just fucking... Want one of those. I, know. I want Clark in there as well. I want I want Clark everywhere. Yeah. If Clark could just come by my house, like, maybe... <laughs> 
twice yeah. twice a week and just be like, you can do it. Hit him with a little bit of this fucking right here. Bam. Yeah, look at this. He said, yeah, he's got herniated discs, unable to complete. Uh, complete? Well, complete or compete in Charlotte, no, Nashville. Oh, complete. sorry, Clarku. They they traded him out for Fred Yehi, though. So, I mean, that's pretty fucking cool. Fred Yehi is badass. Is he? Yes. You haven't seen Fred Yehi? Oh, I've seen him. Yeah, he's awesome. It's not, it's not fucking He's not Clark Connors. No. He's not. Yeah. But if they're putting him in with some lions, maybe they're going to put Yehi through the uh, through the old Shibata system. Whoa, he had paralysis and loss of other lower body extremity functions. It was fucking real. That's what you get when you Ooh. fucking put the Redeemer through a table, bro. That's true. That's true. You got, oh. And he's, he's only going to be out a couple of weeks, so... I hope. I hope anyway. Sounds I hope he gets bad. good. I hope Clark, he's okay. We fucking love you, bro. Yeah, exactly. We're putting out the heavy vibes to the wild rhino, man. Oh, well, that ends up a cheery show straight with finding out that, <laughs> that one of our favorite wrestlers is, is quite injured. So that's, uh, that's unfortunate to hear. But yeah. he is strong as fuck. So I'm sure he'll be back he's before we He's strong as a what? Wild rhino. Exactly. Big. Horn energy, be the armor plating will be reforming over the discs and it'll be ready to go in no time. I'm putting out my big horn energy into the world like Goku <laughs> with a spirit bomb. Yeah, exactly. Throwing it out. Yeah, he's actually doing that it. That was good. He's actually doing it. I think you were just having a stretch. But it... I was just having a stretch. It's 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> Jesus Christ, your nightlife, eh? It's, it's insane. Uh, well, that's yeah. My doctor, when uh, when I was having my my consultation about my brain medicine, my doctor goes, "How's your sleeping habits?" And I'm like, "Yeah, fucked." <laughs> You're like, "What sleeping I, habits?" <laughs> I I sleep when I can. Like, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he's a madman. And and right now I can sleep because there's a pug looking at me and he wants to go night night. So yeah. I oh, thought he, he already was. I, said two words. <laughs> I thought he already was. Uh, um, he, yeah, but it's not in the bed, is it? He wants to be in the bed. The real question is, what do I do? Do I go back to sleep, or do I turn on my PlayStation for the first time in three months? Do you have anything good on there? Uh, I've got the the one. I've got the game, the, one. the, the real hard game. I don't even remember what it's called anymore. You I'm, need sleep. I'm real bad at it. You know the <laughs> you, one. You fucking need sleep. Everybody bro. loves it. It's the fucking. You're a guy and you die a lot, and you have a sword. And, Highlander. And, nah, oh, that would be sick. Uh, the Dark Thrones made it. Same people. It's like fucking cool. Elden Ring. There you go. So I got Elden Ring. No I'm fucking shit at it, uh, and I die a lot. Oh, well, at least I did die a lot when I played it three months ago. So I can't imagine I'm, I've gotten better in this time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, so you're just learning by osmosis. Yeah, like, exactly. And place I Place the disc on your head while you sleep. Yeah. I know a lot of people, like maybe like a Joel from the Super J cast would be like, it's super rewarding when you go through all that and you finally get a win. And it's, it, it's not. I don't have enough no. time to be rewarded. I need to instantly win. Otherwise, I'm just losing like I do in life. So, <laughs> I, 
I tried playing the original Resident Evil a couple of months ago with my wife. We've got like the gray station, yeah. the original PlayStation One here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got her for Christmas a couple of years ago, and like she loves Resident Evil. And I was like, I want to. I've never played Resident Evil. I'm gonna play Resident Evil oh, One. That's a great game. And I was, I sat there and played for about an hour and it's was very just like, hot. fuck this fucking game, fuck this shit. Yeah, it's re- it's really hard. <laughs> I need to be spoon-fed my wins. I'm not a good gamer, and I don't have enough time to become a good gamer. I just need to get on and get a few wins, is all I'm saying. Um, I am not good at that game. So, we'll see. Maybe I'll do that. Video games are hard, man. Yeah. I don't play video games. That's why I play tabletop RPGs like uh, D&D. So... I, I can I know I can win at those. Yeah. They're designed so you never you don't really lose. Yeah, that's that's my kind of game. Exactly. Easy mode. Yeah. Maybe I'll maybe I'll go to the gym. Maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'm You're gonna drop a fucking plate on your foot right now if you go to the gym. You need a nap, buddy. Mm. Maybe I need a nap and then a gym. That sounds good. And then another nap. And then, well, by then I'll need to pick Amy up anyway. See, I need to use these next few hours very carefully because they're the few hours I've got before Amy finishes work. So, well, if you if you go to the gym, you will lift the weight. I will, and then you can take a nap and grow the muscle. Well, is that how it works? That's how it works. Maybe. Yeah. See, that's the thing. I feel like if I go to the gym, I won't want to have the nap. Like I feel like, let's go. Maybe. Oh no! Man. That's what when that's what they tell gym, me. I, that's what they tell me. When I get home from the gym, I'm hungry and angry and sleepy. Yeah, this is that's kind of where I am at the moment. Will <laughs> will the gym increase that or back it off? Sure, probably both. It'll like you'll be like, ah, oh, I got out some of that aggression, but now I'm hungry and sleepy, sleepier, sleepy. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I'm going to give right. this some thought. Maybe I'm. Maybe I'm going to, I don't know, do the nap. <laughs> Go from there. Then maybe I'll paint some little men or something. Maybe that'll make me happy. Always paint little men. Look, I started painting the Punisher the other day. I did this. You can see my Punisher I started painting. He's got camo pants on. Oh, he does have camo pants. Okay. Yeah, he's got a badass. Got a cool lucha mask on as well. Anyway, this show has been off the rails from the start and never got on it. Yep. So thanks to everybody for listening. Uh, you can find me online at all the places at Faces Feels Cast. And you can find Curtis where? Uh, on all the places at Destructo 83 Yeah. And you can find all our links to all our things on linktree.com slash Okada Shorts. And that's L-I-N-K-T-R dot double E slash Okada Shorts. I think I said dot com, but I don't think that's actually in the address. No, it's link linktree linktr.ee. There's no dot com. Ah, the dot ee is the com. You know, you know what? Wherever you're listening to this, just check the fucking show notes. Just fucking sort it out. We're not here to spoon feed you people. Jesus Christ. We're not spoon feeding you wins like it's Rafe's video game. Oh, no. That they're not even nobody can somebody spoon feed me a win for Christ's sake. I think I need someone to spoon feed me an omelet. You know what? I was gonna make an omelet. Vegetarian omelet. Maybe I'll go and make an omelet. <gasps> yeah, buddy. Yeah, With man. lots of like, r- oh, like red and green peppers and lots of cheese. I don't have the red and green peppers, but I do have the cheese. Yeah, cheese. I've got tomato. Omelet du fromage. That's where it's at, bro. Either way, okay. Having an omelet, gonna take it from there. It's. I already feel yeah. like I'm being rebuilt. Everybody, thank you for listening. Thanks for putting up with us today. Hope you had fun. We maybe did. 
Question mark? I don't know. I always love hanging out with Curtis. I'm glad we got to have a chance. Talk. Maybe we'll go do it. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Keep it right. Keep it tight. Keep it short. Peace. Later, sir. Come on, Owen. Tell you what, man, Mikey's going to be fucking earning his money today because that was a shit show. Um, enjoy Sorry, editing Mikey. this piece of shit. I don't know what to do. Don't cut this. Keep it. Keep it after the music. Keep this it is after the Time for count out to fucking earn their fucking keep, man. Because I ain't doing anything. Good luck to him. We're the talent. We're yeah. the talent. You're the behind the scenes. Clean people. this shit up, Mikey. Fuck. <laughs> I'm very sorry. I appreciate you both very much. Thank you. We love you guys. Yeah, we love you. Bye. Bye. This has been a Countout Podcast.